Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast in history. Episode number 941, maybe. I'm Joan Agron, along with Hum <laughs> Nama Hama. Hi there, Joe. You just ran out of the my gate. ear holes with I'm the... Sorry. I yelled at first. With that enthusiastic my, greeting. My you must Owens. not be watching Raw because you seem like you're in a good mood tonight. Well, <laughs> get Raw and throw it right in the dumpster. It... It had Vince McMahon's fingerprints all over it, and um, I... Oh, does that uh, mean he's going to have to pay some hush money for it Probably. Oh, yuck. Gross. But yeah, probably. Vince McMahon has molested Raw, everyone, and he will pay the price of me not wanting to watch it and um, probably a low rating. It is a holiday weekend this weekend, and is it next week or the weekend after? And two weekends from now. But anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. I wonder if we could buy Vince McMahon a ticket on a submarine to go inspect the Titanic. Maybe. Is that? I mean, it's possible. Well, dogs say yes. Dogs say yes. Too soon. Okay. Do it. Book it. We're not saying we wish anyone would die, ever. We're not saying that. That was last week. What? This week you're saying they should? Is that, is that it? <laughs> Look, I just said that was last week. Oh I didn't God. say anything else other than that. Okay, fair enough. I think it's in my notes somewhere. But um, right. Uh, yeah. So we have. Oh my God, we have so much to talk about this week because we added yeah. yet another two out. <clears throat> excuse me, two hours to the weekly show here because now we have collision. So what right. were we reviewing before? Ten hours, and now it's twelve. I can't. I can't even keep track anymore. Look, Whatever it is, we can just it's a lot. keep Rampage and keep Collision and get rid of Raw, and that'll even everything out. Oh, get rid of the flagship WWE show. Let's just do that. <laughs> is it really, though? Is it the flagship no, show? No, SmackDown's so much better. <laughs> yes. SmackDown is the real show because it has Roman Reigns and the Bloodline stuff on it. Exactly. Raw is yeah. Raw is only good because of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and maybe Cody. But the rest of the yeah. show, the rest of the show is questionable. Like, you might personally like, say, Judgment Day, or you might personally like Gunter, or whatever. Whatever you personally like is fine, but it is just, this episode is just Vince McMahon heavy garbage. Oof. So, yep. yeah. we'll talk about that as we go. Yeah. But uh, before that, I want to say thank you to our patrons. Patron Patreon mm-hmm. patrons are the best. Thank you for supporting the show. And if you'd like to be in that exclusive club of awesome people... Just go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. It's really easy. And you can become a patron of the show. You get this show first. We've been doing the show 941 weeks in a row with no weeks off. And the show's free every week. Are we stupid? Yes. Yes, we probably are. <laughs> and even as so what we offer here is if you want to get the show before the it goes out on the free feed, if you want to get like... A sneak preview of the entire show, which basically means, what is that called? An exclusive look or an exclusive, what is that called? Early release? No, I don't know. What is it called? It's like you're here for the premiere and then everybody else has to go to the syndication. Okay. So you're seeing the premiere of it, listening to premiere of it. Everybody else has to wait till it's on TV later. Look, it's almost live. It's so fresh. (laughs) It's pretty much like this before Raw is over. It's so fresh. That's a good point. You're right. So, if you would like to um, get the show as soon as possible, patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan, you can do that. And then there's all kinds of extra stuff you can get there, too. So, go do yes. it! And, and, you know, I 
I don't want to gloss over the patron thing, but uh, Joe doesn't say this a lot. But I know oh. that those of you who are patrons from the Patreon, yeah. that's not that's not lost on him. He really appreciates it a whole bunch. Of course, and it's not. It's not like a minor thing that you set up this automatic, you know, weekly. Uh, no, it's not an automatic subscription. thing. I mean, it's not a, it's not a, yes, it's not that, whatever you just said. Yeah, it's not a small thing. So it's not a, it's totally, not a, totally appreciate it. Yes. Um, but you do get tons of stuff. And this week, I wanted to give you my smart movie fan update of progress. Oh. So now I am on episode number 50. Ooh. Smart movie fan. Episode number is, 50. Am I supposed to remember what that is? I think it's Toxic Avenger. You got it. That's yeah. the one. So mm-hmm. I have not yet uh, watched the movie. or well, I mean, I saw it a long time ago, yeah. but I haven't watched it for this purpose. Uh, but I haven't watched the movie or listened to the episode yet. So oh that's next. And boy, did I really enjoy uh, your review, you and Larry reviewing um, Conspiracy. And then you and uh, Amy reviewing Fish Story. Fish really Story. Oh, my God. What a, what a great movie. Yeah. What a great, what a great movie. movie. Now I want to see it again. And I you can't I bet you can't wait for the next one because it is yes indeed the reboot or rebirth of Star Wars where Star Wars 7 that Ooh. is what's coming up after Toxic Avenger so I bet you can't wait which, for that. Which one was the one that you guys reviewed like the day it came out? You came home straight from the theater and reviewed it that night. That actually isn't an episode of Smart movie fan, oh, I don't think. It was like a I bonus think a free one episode, off. Wasn't it? Yeah, I think it's a yeah, one off, okay. and that's why it's not on there. Because then later we right. do the we did part nine, but part eight is like a a special thing because we didn't do it the traditional way. Right. So, right. Yeah. I, I was impressed with how much you remembered after just watching that movie one time. My memories that weird. you guys. How did you memorize the whole like every scene for scene? That was incredible. Well, I have a trick, but I can't tell you yet. All right, I have to you know. Okay. We'd have to shut this whole place down if I did. Right. Maybe one day I'll tell you the secret, but there was a secret to it. Oh, okay. Well, I was impressed. Now it's not Not as impressive. But yeah. Don't don't reveal your your secret magic tricks. I won't, but my my memory is crazy and good. Um, But that's that's besides the point. So become a patron. That was my message behind the message. Well, I appreciate it. And um, (laughs) I'll try and gather my words to review Raw in a little bit. But first... Uh, we have to do news, and then we have to do all the other wrestling of the week, including yeah. Collision, because AEW started a new show this week called Collision, which is also right. known as the CM Punk Vanity Project. Find <laughs> out what CM Punk said on Collision. Or maybe not. He, he sure talked more than he wrestled, that's for sure. Wow. If you add up all his wrestling time, yep. He, uh, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say anything else. Tell okay. me when I'm lying, Joe. <laughs> I sold out the Budokan. Tell me when I'm lying. Well, you just did. I sold out Madison Square Garden. Tell me when you lied again. Okay. You lied about as much as Switchblade. Remember, he was like, I sold out Madison Square Garden. When Switchblade says it, it's a heel tactic. When Punk says it, it's supposed to be a face tactic. Tell me when I'm lying. Tactics. (sighs) Whatever. Anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) We will. Uh, Okay. So why does, why do I not say NXT UK? I think that show's dead. Um, Uh Uh-huh. But what we do got here is let's do the news to open the show because we have a lot to talk about. We'll start with the ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw, 1.6 million viewers. So that's down again. SmackDown, um, I don't have a number because we're going to be missing three ratings because of the holiday weekend. So the fast national number was 2.2 million viewers. So it's probably close to that. Um, 
AW Dynamite, 832,000. Collision and Rampage don't have numbers again because they happened over the weekend. And the number will come out tomorrow when our show is over. So, yes. And NXT, 581,000 viewers. So everything's down. That's not bad. Yeah, everything's down. Uh, what do you predict for Collision, though? Oh, man. Saturday night. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, 700,000. I'll say 1.09 million. Oh, that's very, very. I just think because it's the debut. I don't think that's a normal rating and I'm probably way off and it is around what you're saying, but I don't know. I just, I'm just saying Saturday night, nobody's going to watch that live. That's a good point. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see. see. You're probably closer than I hope it's higher, but, um, we'll see. For the CM Punk vanity project. Oh, everyone wants to see that. Who cares yeah. if the other matches, you know, are just throwaways? But if that match, how many is people live in Chicago? If every person in Chicago watches, then you got that number, right? Okay, well then it'll be over a million. I right. think. So there you go. Uh, you know, most of the news happens within the wrestling shows themselves. Um, the CM Punk interview came out. The one that was rumored to, it was going to get people mad. He did an interview with ESPN, where basically. He contradicted what he said on Collision. In this interview, he said he apologized immediately to Tony Khan for putting him in that awkward position at the media scrum. And on, then on, on Collision, he says he doesn't apologize to anyone for anything. What? Yeah. Make up your mind. And for those right. people out there that are his fans and saying, oh, he's a character being a character on TV. Nope. When he took that little, whatever that cap is called on the microphone that I always forget what it's called, the flag or whatever. Yeah. When he took that off, he's, that's supposed to be Phil talking then. Yes. So then Phil lied to you, buddy. Tell me when I'm lying. He lied about four times. Okay. If you, yeah. if you love punk, that's great. If you hate punk, that's great. Just like he said. But if you believe everything Punk said, you're some kind of weird. There's a okay. There's a reason that he has the song "Cult of Personality." Okay, that's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, that's it. I have nothing else to say about that right it's, now. It, it's a dangerous practice to <laughs> to become an ultra fanboy of any professional wrestler. Yep. Um, these ninety eight percent of of them, I would say, are probably not. As not what you, you think are. at all. <laughs> and not, even if um, it's not 98%, let's say it's like even 50%. That's really right. high. That's yeah. that's a lot. So just, eh, anyway, like who you want. Just whatever. Temper, temper your yourself. <laughs> nah, people can't curb their own enthusiasm. And anyway, there you go. Whatsoever. I was trying to go for the not trademark phrase. But that's all right. It's fine. It's okay. So um, other things in the interview. He had to take pot shots at people. He had to yeah. he had to make once again he's the victim. It's weird. Every situation, when it comes down to who's the the, the a-hole, it's never him. It's always the Mm-mm. other guy. Right. But if you ask him, he'll say he is an a-hole. So I'm so confused. It's almost like yeah. he's a hypocrite. No. Um and, and <laughs> in the interview, he uh you know. Said he doesn't apologize. He did apologize, but he doesn't apologize. We'll get to collision. You know what? Forget the ESPN yeah. interview. If, you, if people want to read the ESPN quotes, go for it. Read them. He didn't come across as the best guy. Yeah, you should read them. I think 
I think you should read him, whether you're a fan or not. Read right. him. Just read what he had um, to say. Yeah. Remember, remember that locker room thing where, first of all, remember when he buried the entire company he works for and then he went backstage and people came in the room, tried to talk to him and then his friend bit them and he started a fight with them. Remember that? Now he says that's no big deal. Yeah. That's nothing. You know, yeah. that's no big deal. He said, I apologized. Remember that time that guy broke into your house and he started smashing everything and then he almost shot you and then, but then the cops ca- caught him or whatever. And then later he tried to apologize to you. And you wouldn't accept yeah. his apology because he smashed up your house and almost shot you. And, right. you know, but you know what? You're the a-hole. And he is a good guy because he was trying to apologize and do the right thing. Why yeah, wouldn't I mean, you take happened. his apology? Tony Why? DeVille sent him to jail. So Why, that, Why that would happened. you not accept his apology? I don't understand. He's sorry. I mean. Oh, wait, he's not The duct sorry. tape was just there by accident, right? Exactly. So, yeah, this is this. Anyway, think what you want. Yeah. Like who you like, right. whatever. I don't care. Remember that guy who held collision uh, uh, ransom until he got his biting friend a job. <laughs> Remember that guy? But this, but he's so nice. He's so nice. <laughs> Tell me when I'm lying. Okay, so um, yeah, if you want the rest of the interview, go get it yourself. And then um, that's uh, yeah. Like I said, the rest of the news is just kind of out out during the wrestling show. So let's yeah. We've got one injury update, but we'll get to there when we go to Rampage, I think. But um, Yeah, exactly. So we got right. more. We got some information for us, yeah. So okay. Well let's right. do let's do dynamite because we have so much to talk about. Yeah. AEW Dynamite for June fourteenth, twenty twenty three. year ago. Capital One. And it was only five days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where is this? Washington, D.C. Is this where they held the first dynamite ever? Is that what I did? I hear that correctly? I believe it, it was. Possibly. Yes, yes, you're okay. right. Mm-hmm. Well, tonight it's going to be Excalibur, Taz, and Tony Schiavone on the microphones. And it's all about the boom because out comes Adam Cole. Okay. And we're going to start this show I, with the AEW World Championship Eliminator match. I didn't expect that to be first. But I knew what the finish was going to be. I'm shocked that everyone thought that automatically that Adam Cole was winning this match. Because oh, I don't man. think they understand how this... I don't think they uh, have the information about the near future that I have. So I understand why. So never mind. I mean, it's, it seems to fair. make sense. Your next it's charger is, looks like it should be Adam Cole. So it looks like he should win this. Correct. Whether it's by uh, shenanigans or not. Right. But there's reasons it can't happen right yeah. now. So. And I'm really not sure how I feel about these Eliminator matches anyway. I like number one contender matches because then you can put like the top two or three or four guys against each other and the winner gets a title shot. True. In this process, you have to beat the champion twice, twice to get yeah. the title. And I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Um, but if it means that MJF has to wrestle on Dynamite, then great because I like his matches. Yeah. Now, uh-oh, MJF is wearing blackface tonight. Oh, no, he just used too much spray tan. Never Yikes. Mind. Um, it reminds me of that movie Soul Man. Remember that great movie from the, from the 80s? Yes. Oh, my God. Groundbreaking and can't, socially can't watch uh, that uh, now. advanced. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Oof. Uh, so MJF gets frustrated early in this match, and he retreats into the crowd the where he ruins one fan's popcorn. Really yeah. mean. Yes. And then, I don't know if you noticed it, but he finds Chris Charlton's twin brother in the crowd. Well, who was that? Harry Potter? Hmm. That's weird. <laughs> Poor guy. I didn't think that when yeah. I saw it, but also that's kind of like assault. I understand yeah. it's like maybe, okay, maybe that fan thinks that's fun and he's part of the show, 
Or right. maybe you do that to the wrong person and you get sued. Yeah. Or or punched or uh, like if I did that to a wrestler, I would be thrown out of there so fast, right? Exactly. But it's just weird how <laughs> so many people are like, oh, you can't believe you thought there was anything wrong with that. And it's like, mm, you, you can't really touch them. You just, you can't. Yeah. You can't. You touch trouble. the wrong person and it's over. Your career could be done. Yeah. Remember when CM Punk went up into the crowd and the one guy sort of like kidney punched him in the back? And so he oh, that's right. and punched a different fan. That's <laughs> he right. punched the wrong guy. Yep. Yeah. One little These mistake is all it takes. Yeah. So, all right. I guess he knows what he's doing. Um, maybe. Now, uh, in the in, we get back into the ring. MJF starts doing some um, some HBK impressions um, during this match. He puts a blood capsule in his mouth and then he goes for a super what, kick. What was the Adam point was, of that? I don't know. I think Arn Anderson bought like a surplus. You know, like you went to. Costco and bought so. a 12 pack. I guess so. He's of the raspberry good. capsules. And he had an extra one. He said, Here, kid, use so. this. You'll get over. <laughs> I guess so. I thought that was weird because it didn't seem like yeah. that led to anything. Oh. No, it didn't. So Adam huh. Cole super kicks uh, MJF, and then out comes the raspberry sauce. Uh, and then you could see MJF neatly discarding the empty capsule under the room. really dumb. He's in the corner. Not these camera folks, man. They just got to. Do a little bit better job of. I don't understand stuff. why they botch that so much, but they yeah. do. They keep showing Moxley Blade every time, and yep. they're showing this. Anyway, well, what can you do? Oh well. Oh, uh, lots of counters from each man. This turns into a good match. I really enjoyed it. Does this one. it's it's very slow paced because again, I knew exactly what was going to happen, but yeah, um, yeah, you know that's that's okay. I still enjoy the whole thing. Yep. We get we get a shoulder breaker from Cole to MJF, but his knee buckles, so now we're selling a knee injury, which I like. I like to see yeah. that. Uh, we get to the 20-minute mark. They're trading submission holes. Um, Shivani gives us that that really great piece of wisdom here where he says, long hair does not serve you well as a pro wrestler. Wow. Uh, really, I thought that was like, unless you're Bianca Belair, I thought it was, you know. Look at uh, that. A really good thing to have. Wow. Who knew? Uh we get a heat seeker DDT by MJF. That's a two count. Then he goes to the timekeeper's table and he clears it off. So right, we're going to have some table action. He puts Cole on the table and drops the elbow from the top rope, smashing Cole through the table. So good. Good yeah. move there. We get a 10 count, but Cole makes it back in in time. Um, now we get a ref bump. MJF gets the title belt and throws it to Cole and tries to fake do that uh, Eddie Guerrero fake thing. Um, but the ref doesn't recover in time, so Cole <laughs> just clocks MJF with That's the belt good. instead. That's good. He drops the boom. The ref recovers. Here it is. One, two, no. Uh, MJF kicks out because the ref was way too woozy and counts slowly. Yep. Uh, and we're getting close to 30 minutes here, and MJF distracts the ref and does a mule kick to Cole's groin. Uh, MJF then gets the dynamite diamond ring, and right when he's about to punch Adam Cole, the referee blocks it and takes the ring off of MJF's finger. Adam Cole hits MJF with a super kick, Panama Sunrise, and a boom. And one, two, three, Adam Cole finally wins. But wait, no, the bell rang a little bit early. And oh, the time ran out. Time ran out as it hit the two count. So, oops. And I I went back and looked. This was 30 minutes exactly. They didn't fudge that. That's incredible. Wow. So, yeah, really good job with the timing on that. Wow. So, yeah, we get a rare time limit draw in a 30-minute match. And the good thing is, is I was left wanting more from these two guys. So, oh, so I like there's plenty job. to come. So don't worry about that. Okay. So that says, all right, um, 
uh, Adam Cole gets on a microphone and he says, five more minutes. <laughs> and MJF is like, why would I do that? Yeah, he get just out of slides here. out of the ring. Yeah, I'm not doing that for free. There's I no did all I need to do. So it looks like at this point in time, Adam Cole has failed to earn a title shot. Yep, he sure has. Now, after commercial, we get a, a promo video for CM Punk. He says he still has scores to settle and that he has a lot of things to get off his chest. That doesn't sound like a bitter guy at all. Not at all. Sounds like a very he's nice fine. man. He's, he's a happy He's a happy guy. Uh, when we come back from that, Renee is in the ring and she introduces Sammy Guevara. And the commentary reveals that Sammy and Ty are expecting a daughter. Oh, that's nice. So we know. Now, Sammy says it's been quite a ride the last few months. He still thinks he's going to be the AEW world champion, but he has to make some tough decisions and make some changes in uh, in his AEW career. Hmm. Before he can continue with his thought, we hear Darby Allen's music. So out comes Darby, and Renee says, oh, I'm leaving. So she takes a powder. Um, Darby congratulates Sammy on the, on the pregnancy and, and the girl. Um, and Darby says, hey, you know, people sound like they're starting to love you again, Sammy. <laughs> so... I want to know, are you going to stand on your own two feet? Is your daughter going to cure racism? No, he didn't say that. No, uh, he says, or are you going to fall under the shadow of the Jericho Appreciation Society again? Yeah, that's the problem. Sammy's not going to get anywhere in that group. Right. And all you had to do was mention that 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 name, and out comes Jericho. Judas is playing, and he's got his baseball back with him, his, his baseball bat. And uh, I was happy because, good, I was asking about this. You know, did they just abandon this story? Are they going to resolve it? And it looks like they will because yes. now we're going to see what's happening. Is Sammy in or out of the JAS? And Jericho does a heelish thing. He makes them stop his music oh, before yeah. the chorus. And wow, this crowd is not liking that. They're they wanted mad. to sing so bad. Darby laughs and Jericho tells him to mind his own business and stop laughing at me, kid. <laughs> um, Jericho says, hey, Sam, I've been meaning to ask you a question. In all this time that you were chasing MJF, you didn't ask for my help once. And that wasn't a question, but I get what you're saying, Jericho. Yeah. Sammy says, well, how come you didn't call me? If you did, you wouldn't have lost to Adam Cole. Ooh. Twice. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. He gets him there. That makes Jericho mad. He starts gritting his teeth a little bit. Jericho says, hey, uh, I'm going to give you another chance, Sammy, but I demand that you apologize. And of course, that's <laughs> not going to work. Sammy says, I'm not apologizing for poop. And uh, Jericho says, all right, well, I guess we need to reunite less sex gods so that you, Sammy, can remember who your boss really is. Ooh. Darby interrupts and says, hey, uh, you know, Jericho, you call yourself a wizard, but I can tell just from looking at you when you entered this ring that the magic is gone. Oh, Ouch. that's a lot me. of insults. Yeah. Jericho calls him a morose mutant. It's <laughs> just... <laughs> I like that. It's like Jericho Batman. with the alliteration. Uh-huh. Now Jericho says, hey, uh, uh, Sammy, you and I, we should beat up Darby right now, two on one. And Darby says, you know what? I'm not really alone because it's Sting. <gasps> and he also has a baseball bat, of course. And we learn this is the first time that Jericho and Sting have shared a ring. That's what together. I was going to say. I've never seen this before. This is new. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. This is new. It's great. Okay. Jericho puts his bat up to Sting's neck. Nice. Sting just grabs it and sort of moves it aside and puts his bat to Jericho's neck. Okay. So we're doing this. Jericho retreats and he motions Sammy to follow, but Sammy doesn't obey. Ooh. At one point, I think Sting knocks Jericho's bat out of his hand too, which is kind of funny. Wow. 
So we go to commercial and we come back from that. Oh, this is great. We get a pre-recorded video from Sonata. Uh-oh. For those of you who don't know, Sonata is the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion over in New Japan. And he says on June 25th, he wants to show the world the strength of an IWGP champion. So he says, at Forbidden Door, there's going to be an open challenge for his world title. And he looks forward to see who from the AEW roster will step up. See you next time. I can tell you right now, as long as he didn't say see you, see you next Tuesday. But um, he says see you <laughs> next time, which is just as bad. But still, um, I couldn't have guessed who was going to take the challenge. Really? Nope. I had no oh. idea. I didn't either. All right, now we go to back to the ring, and already in the ring is the mogul embassy, embassy moguls. Uh, that would be, I don't know who these guys are. It's uh, Swerve Strickland, Brian Cage, Bishop Khan, and Toa Leona. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, this is going to be an eight-man tag team match, and they're going to fight against Darby, Sting, Keith Lee, who's walking to the ring now, and Orange Cassidy. So this is as close to Keith Lee against Swerve as we're ever getting, isn't it? I think I think you uncovered solved the mystery. Like, if you had a, a a podcast or a YouTube show, you could say mysteries revealed. And I could, and I could say my theory, and I bet I'm right because here we go again with this. Yeah, he's he's being protected. He's not even yep. got a lot of time in this match. Um, but yeah, something's going on mm. now. The best part of this match, I thought, was Cassidy, Orange Cassidy's entrance, because I'd never noticed it before. But he has these like single bottle rockets as part of his entrance now. Yes. <laughs> Just one goes off on yeah, the side. Yeah, he's, and he's then, had that for quite a while, but it's always funny because it's always like the saddest never noticed pap- it before, pyro yeah, ever like, that goes along with him. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like wonderful. And his his shirt is orange, not red, as I said last week. But I did go online, and yeah. you can order that shirt in any color you want. Oh, so okay. You green okay. one, you can get a green one. So I see. Now, Brian Cage is dressed up like the Ultimate Warrior with his face paint. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe there, he's gonna. Was there a reason? Maybe he's gonna, <laughs> maybe he's gonna go alt right loony on us. I don't know. Oh God, no. Um, let's see. Uh, there's a lot of beef in this match, though. Look at all these big, big men. Um, uh, Brian Cage and Keith Lee nearly pull off uh, is it a monkey flip where Keith would do the front flip and land on his feet. Yes. But he landed on his butt. He fell. He fell. But the Keep dogs on. are trying to recreate the match and all of its sloppiness, too. And the sting part where he goes, whoa, in the corner. <laughs> that sounded like CM Punk's uh, monologue there just yes. a second ago. Um yeah, yeah. The, the, whoa, in the corner. That was a little, it was a little botchy when Sting came in. Yes. So, got a little ring rust there. But that's what happens when you don't wrestle all the time. It's true. We got an orange punch to Cage, Scorpion death drop, one, two, three. Uh, the good guys win. Backstage, Daniel Garcia scoffs as he watches the winners celebrate on the monitor. Yeah. He always has that scoffing-looking face, though. But who's he looking at? What is he looking at? It, last time he was... What title now does he want now? I don't understand this. Now Let's it's see. Orange who's Cassidy's he? title? What? It must be Orange Cassidy because oh he's God. going with the title there. And uh, unless he I, thinks he's going to make his name over on Sting somehow, I don't know maybe. what else it would I be. don't get Daniel Garcia. I don't understand Daniel Garcia. And I don't... Like, I don't know if I can get behind him anymore. He's just another guy in this company. Yeah. That I he's had so many chances and I just don't believe it. I've never liked him, but 
I've been always hoping that he would turn out to be what everybody said he would be. Yeah. I just haven't seen it yet. Now we go backstage with Renee, and she's there with the guns. And she wants to know what their relationship is with Jay White. And they just say, oh, we don't know what you're talking about. But we are the best brother tag team on AEW. Um, they say the Hardys are over the hill. And so the guns are going to challenge the Hardys next week on Dynamite. Okay. All right. Now we're going to have a TNT championship match. It's Wardlow defending against Jake Hager. And Jake attacks during Wardlow's entrance. This match really didn't have any buildup at all. They just kind of told us about it last week. So, yep. of course, there's no way Jake is winning. Um, during the match, out comes Cool Hand Ange and Daddy Magic Matt Menard. They distract Wardlow. Arn Anderson's there, and he reaches into his hoodie because he carries a Glock with him everywhere. Always. Um, but and instead, it's, always, it's, just it's his, always his hand every time. It's his, it's his petrified hand, He's so a liar. he can't do anything. Yeah. Um, that'd be scary. He would drop it, and it would go off. Um, kill somebody in the crowd. I think Arn Anderson should be called Glock Liar now. <laughs> Glock Liar. <laughs> All these liars. <laughs> uh, Brock Anderson's there, too. He comes out, and he gets his annual appearance on Dynamite, oh. and he attacks Are we going to uh, change Angelo. his gimmick and call him Brock the Glock? <laughs> Brock the Glock. There you go. You got it. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Yikes. Uh, so he attacks Angelo. Arn attacks Menard. And they fight to the back. In the ring, Wardlow power bombs Hagar a couple times. Jake Hagar, Hagar the horrible. Yes. And one, two, three. Wardlow is a boring champion. Uh, well, maybe he'll lose the title very quickly. I hope. I hope it doesn't last. The title doesn't last too much longer. <laughs> it won't. Yeah. Now we go to the big screen. We see Christian Cage and Luchasaurus, but we can't hear what they're saying because we have audio problems in AEW still. Um, finally, we hear Christian saying that Wardlow will defend his title against Luchasaurus at Collision. Okay. So, so at least we know two matches now. Yeah. That's good. Christian says, hey, what are you going to do if your daddy isn't there to protect you? Uh, we zoom out and we see Arn Anderson. There is some more raspberry sauce. I told you he got both. Oh, you're right. It's <laughs> discount. <laughs> discount. And Luchasaurus looks like he bit him or something. I yeah. Don't know what's going, right. going on there. You know, you bite my thumb. I bite your forehead. I guess. Or something. Face. So yeah, uh, Arn Anderson's dead on the stairs, and Wardlow, uh, Wardlow runs to the back to f- to save his his new daddy. Yes, because his other daddy died. Did you see? That's what they said, or he said. Now, oh, here's another pre-recorded video, and guess who it is? Just who we thought it would be? It's Hiroshi Tanahashi. <laughs> okay, so we guessed this he's one a, right. Yeah, he's he's gonna address MJF, and he says, "Hey, MJF, as long as you're champion, the belt won't shine like it should." Ooh. Oh. Last year, I almost beat Moxley for the AEW title. And so this year, I'm going to almost beat you. Yeah. Now in the medics room with MJF, Renee barges in as he's being examined. That's pretty rude. Like, do you, if you have a microphone, can you just like barge in on somebody's health exam? Yeah, he was like confidentiality with the doctor and he could have been naked. Yes. Are there there no HIPAA laws here? What's going on? No. I don't understand this. Renee. All right. Well, she wanted They're to see how much Canada. he weighs. Um, now, this year, uh, she says, um, you know, Tanahashi wants to uh, wants to fight you at Forbidden Door, and MJF says, uh, "I'm just gonna say no to that one," which is pretty funny. He goes, "You know what? I don't feel like giving a title shot to some rando from a rinky-dink fed in Japan." Wow. 
And then he says, as far as Tony Khan booking me, well, it wouldn't be the first time I no-showed uh, somebody before. So that was kind of weird. And okay. speaking of raspberries, he well, blows a raspberry we... at Tanahashi he and does. gives him the thumbs down and says, no can poop. do, bud. Yep, he says poop down. But should I book the match real quick? Yes. It's obvious MJF has to retain, and it's obvious the match will take place. But what you do is you have Tanahashi waiting in the ring, MJF no-shows, and someone, whether it's, you know, whoever it is, Tony Khan, Tony Schiavone, uh, Kevin Kelly, even even Charlton, somebody can translate it and say, well, this is Forbidden Door, and this is, um, is, this is partially New Japan. So this, we're going, this match is New Japan rules, which means... If MJF doesn't make it to the ring by the 20 count, he will lose the title. Oh, yeah. I like that. That'll get him in the ring. So there you go. Yeah, he'll have to go. All right. Book it. Booked. Now, after commercial, we see Renee again. This time she's interviewing Orange Cassidy. And she just says, hey, Orange, I didn't write any questions ahead of time. So what's next for you? And he says, well, we know how this works. Right about now, someone's going to walk in and challenge me. And there he is. And sure enough, in comes his next challenger. And I love this. It's Zack Sabre Jr. What? Yes. And he says, hello, orange bullocks. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, it only took three words. And I loved Zack even more. Those three sweet words that you said. It's amazing. Now, uh, he says, hey, Orange Cassidy, you mentioned my name at the media scrum a couple of weeks ago, didn't you? Well, <laughs> I might be the first ever New Japan World Television Champion, but next Sunday is Forbidden Door, isn't it, darling? <laughs> <laughs> and I very much like the idea of being double champion. It's awesome. It's pretty bloody marvelous. It's awesome. <laughs> and then in comes... Here he is, Gabriel Garcia. What's he doing here? No, Daniel Garcia. Why is he Gabriel I mean, Daniel Garcia. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You really don't don't like like him. him. I don't like him. He interrupts and he says, hey, Zach, hold on, mate. You don't even work here, all right? So uh, being a double champion sounds great to me. And I want the ROH pure champion. So where's your boy Shibata at? This was all over the place. It sure was. This this ruined the moment for me. Uh-huh. I don't like my Zach getting punked out like this um, because we see Gabriel Garcia every week. <laughs> I want to see Zach Sabre Jr. more. Yes. Anyway, Cassidy says, Shibata's not here tonight, but he will be here next week. So how about you two guys, meaning uh, Daniel Garcia and Zach Sabre Jr., why don't you fight against me and Shibata next week on Dynamite? Okay. Without waiting for an answer, Cassidy says, see you guys later, and he just leaves. <laughs> Uh, Garcia wants a high five from Zack Sabre Jr., but Zack says, pack it in, Daniel. (laughs) They are not friends. Get out of here. (laughs) Good. I was hoping he'd call him the D-head, but you can't do that Uh, on this show. All right. Now we're going to have a a match. It's Sky Blue versus Tony Storm, and it's for the AEW Women's World Championship. Boy, I wonder who will win. Sky Blue's mom is in the front row. Yes. And Good news, no Soraya, so she's still shelling out the Salisbury Steaks in Iowa. Yeah, Glad what the heck? That. She is missing. Good. Keep her gone. Maybe she's mind. on that Titanic submarine wow. and uh, inspecting the site. <laughs> Put her and Vince there together. They make a great pair. Wow. I know. I mean. But if you can't spell 
loser with the J, no. uh, and that's what you're going to be. Show you down there. That's it. Now, Ruby has a cardboard cutout of Soraya, so there she is. And in the cardboard cutout, she's got the L going the right direction. You know so why? They had to do a, they had to reverse the image to make that I cardboard cutout. That. <laughs> he did the old Photoshop mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, love it. And then her uh, her her shirt says uh, A R S. <laughs> yes. Anyway, all right. So uh, uh, Sky Blue Mom gives the L sign correctly. I might add to Ruby and Tony. Tony sprays her in the face with some canned air because there's no paint in that can. Yikes! And Sky Blue Mom, she doesn't even react to it. She no sells that no. pretty bad. Now Sky Blue does the slowest dive through the ropes that I've ever seen. <laughs> It's not good. And it makes me wonder, whoever, when you train women wrestlers specifically, yeah, why don't they train them how to run in the ring? I don't know. Don't There's this. a lot of problems running in the ring. They take these little tiny stutter well, okay, steps that's, and it just I think that's dumb. the problem. Just because physically they're smaller, they have a different stride and a different amount of steps to get to the ropes. But then again, someone like Rey Mysterio can do it. So I don't understand. Yes. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I just, wish I knew. Look, if you're a woman wrestler and you want to improve, just take longer strides. You, you'll get there. You just have to trust it. You'll get okay. there. You don't need to have some faith in your feet. You can you can do it. You're stride splaining right. to the to sky blue now. Stride splaining. Well, someone needs to. I mean, uh, I would have saved them a lot of embarrassment by just yeah. doing that. Yeah. Don't be too proud. Take the take the bigger strides. It's good. Now, Sky has already. She's got a, uh, what's going on here? Ruby sneaks a can of green spray paint to Tony, but Sky Blue already had a can of blue spray, so we're going to have green okay. versus blue spray. Is that what this is? Yeah. Spray battle. <laughs> well, Ruby distracts the referee, and Sky Blue sprays Tony in the face and then super kicks her. And this was funny. Tony's can of spray paint goes flying into the crowd. Yes. And a really tall guy catches it effortlessly with one, with one hand. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Sign that guy up. Right on I eBay. I hope they let him. Keep. Yes. They didn't take it back from him, right? He got to keep that can. I'm sure they don't want to. They don't want that back. Good. That's basically trash. It's not like the Young Buck shoes that they had to give back. It's, no, that that's expensive. Right. Now the ref is is distracted by Ruby again. So Sky uh, kicks Ruby in the face. Storm Zero, pile driver to Sky. One, two, no. Sky kicks out. The crowd grows crazy because, oh, my gosh, will she win? Well, that was, Storm, no. that was Storm Zero. That was her finisher, I thought. Oh, yeah, that's the Storm Zero. That's right. Yeah. Nope. She kicks out. Texas Cloverleaf to Sky, and I guess that's her uh, other finisher. So okay. Sky Blue taps out. Um, they both beat up Sky Blue for a bit, and then here comes Willow Nightingale, and she makes the save. So, okay. wow. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Really – I mean, I guess they're pushing the sky blue because of Chicago's coming up. Is that is that the deal? Yeah, but also just you know they got to push somebody that's young, so they picked her. So all right, all right. Well, now we go backstage with Renee again. This time she's with Jungle Hook. Jungle Boy says the summer of Jungle Hook is in full swing. Like from and swinging from vines? Is that what he meant? Swinging. I hope that's what he meant. Okay. I don't mean the other kind of swinger. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Jungle Boy says he's going to win a title this year. See, we're starting to see this, these little hints of Jungle Boy yeah. turning, right? Oh, I think he so, doesn't for sure. he doesn't say anything. Yeah. 
and it's all about Jungle Boy. He's standing here with Hook, and he says yep. Jungle Boy's going to win a title. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Um, and he says, guess what? I'm throwing my uh, – I'm taking up Sonata for this challenge. Okay. I'll challenge for that Did not expect world that. title. I'll take that match. That sounds good. Heck, yeah. And then he, he apologizes to Hook. He says, sorry, I didn't tell you about this earlier, um, but you're my tag partner and you're my best friend. Wow. This does not sound genuine to me. No. And he says, I'd be honored if you would be in my corner at Forbidden Door. Is he going to blame Hook when Sonata beats him? Yes. Like, why didn't you help me or whatever? Huh. It's too busy touching his own nose, I guess. I don't know. Do you think any so the of fist- the Just Five guys will be there to to uh, mess with Hook? Um, yes. Okay. I. Oh, I wish Taka would get into it with Hook. I think Taka's getting That'd into be amazing. it with Hook. Love it. He's the one that the crowd would love to see the most because you get you get to do something to a small guy. Yeah, you get to take a quick dig at WWE. Um, yeah, I think I think Taka is there. Okay, and he's and he's probably cheap too. That's true. <laughs> He'll travel for free. All right, so uh, yeah, Hook and and Jungle Boy fist bump, and then that's the end of that. Yes. Now out comes Brian Danielson for our main event. He's going to be on um, commentary. We get a oh, video I found out. I just found. So, sorry to interrupt. I just found out how much Taka charges. Oh, okay. Just five bucks. <laughs> okay, that's all. Wow. That's all I got. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Promo video for the trio's main event on Collision. And then we hear uh, from everybody except Samoa Joe. I guess we didn't really hear from CM Punk, but we heard him earlier tonight. Yeah. So Samoa Joe's the only one who's been silent. Also on Collision, Miro will be in action, and Buddy Matthews versus Andrade El Idolo. You mean Buddy Murphy, as they say on that show, for some reason? Oh, yeah. Okay. I might have been drinking watching this show. Now, <sighs> Why'd they say it's Buddy time Murphy? for the main event. Yeah. Trios. It's the BCC, meaning Mox, Claudio, and Wheeler Yuta, versus the Elite. Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Adam Page, a.k.a. Hung Bucks. Yes. Um, now... And they did a little funny skit on the uh, being the elite about how they're not allowed to use that name, Hungbucks, because the network, you see, doesn't like it. Of course. Now, the Bucks are wearing their funny cowboy costumes, and this match is another chaotic brawl. Everybody's flying everywhere. Uh, it's a fun one. But it ends when we get a BTE trigger to Yuta, then the Buckshot Lariat to Yuta. One, two, three. The elite wins. Great match. Yeah. But wait. There's still five minutes left in the broadcast, so what could be happening? Well, the BCC doesn't like losing, so they beat up the Elite after the match. And then, wow, whose music is this? It's Eddie Kingston. What? What's he doing here? He quit AW and went to Ring of Honor because he said that this company's phony and there's just not, the people aren't genuine and all these other things. Why is he coming back? I don't know. This is stupid. Uh, he comes back. I like to see him, but... Oh, he came back. Ah. He wants to attack Claudio. That's why. I guess. So he, he beats up Claudio. Then, okay. uh, And then he and Mox are in the ring together, but they won't fight because Ooh, of respect, respect. Yeah. Out comes Kano's Cookies and Cream. <laughs> That's Takeshita. Uh, he's, he attacks Eddie and also Nick Jackson, sending them both out of the ring. And then we get Kenny Omega's music. Oh, here he is. Kenny's back from not Canada. And he's here. So he's he going to bring out Kota Ibushi, right? Of course he is. No, he's not. He and Takeshita fight. 
And we get a V-trigger to Takeshita, Dragon Suplex. And just when he feels really confident, a surprise person jumps in from the crowd. It's Will Ospreay. That was awesome. Yeah. And he delivers a really nice hook kick to Kenny's face and then a hidden blade. And the crowd chants, holy poop. And then a Stormbreaker to Whoa. Kenny. Kenny's dead. Uh, crowns up for Osprey as his music plays. Don Callis is on the ramp. Another hidden blade to Kenny. And uh, Excalibur uh, says, Will Osprey is booked to wrestle on Rampage this Friday. Okay, that was an excellent ending to Dynamite. Yeah, it was. It's good. Wow. Wow. It made me want to tune in. I hope they do an ending like that on Collision. Oh, wait. <laughs> they won't. No. They have to leave Chicago first before they just no. fun. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. Well, let me see if I have emails. I agree. Yeah. Well, about uh, this, we have an email about collision. 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 Yeah. I guess everybody wants to talk about collision. Yes, they do. So they do. we have one that says um, it's a more chat GPT email. Oh, goody. Hello, Joe. And Larry is crossed out and it says Hummy Nama. Right. I wrote in with the chat GPT email last week, and boy, do I have a bomb to drop on you, gentlemen. The email, including what ice cream flavors would your favorite AEW stars be, was entirely AI. Okay, first of all, I could tell that ice cream one was AI, I thought I said, because it seemed... No, maybe I thought the only joke was. You're right. Proof that humanity isn't dead yet. Uncle Hama's suggestion of Kenos cookies and cream obliterates the computer-generated suggestions by seven miles. Keep up the AEW-tastic work, my favorite podcasting tag team. Stay ready to rumble from Jeremiah, real human person. Hmm. <laughs> I still don't buy it. Okay. I love it. That's fine. Uh, yeah, lots of, <laughs> lots of, uh, collision talk, so we can't do that yet. So let's, let's just do SmackDown then, I guess. Let's do it. SmackDown. Yep. Where are we in SmackDown this week? Are we in Kentucky? Is that where we went? It's Kentucky. Oh boy. University of Kentucky. At least this and... first match is like five minutes long, it felt like, but even though it was a half an hour or whatever. Well, it was five different matches, so that was fine. Yes. I helped it. Now we get a recrap of last week's bloodline stuff. Oh, by the way, are you doing our speaking of recraps? Are you doing our um, closed captioning this week? Is that Did coming I up? Did I forget? Did I forget? I have the one from this week's closed captioning. I have one for Rampage and one for Collision. Okay, good. So I've been looking forward to that for a week now. Yeah, well, we'll get it. We we'll get two of them. We we start off. In the you know the parking garage uh, backstage, uh, Kayla Freckles is there, and she's uh, there in the Bloodline arrive, and she says, "Hey, look, it's Solo, it's Paul, it's Roman," but nobody wants to talk to her, and so they just leave. Paul does his weird face that he used to do all the time, and he and, and what did what did the Green say to Heyman? Oh, what did he say? I didn't. Hey, I didn't look, it's you. your what did it's he your girlfriend. Oh. That's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So the question is, will Jay Uso fall in line? We were supposed to find out last week, but they lied to us. So hopefully this week we'll find sure out. did. Out come the street profits. Out come the brawling bru- brutes, and we learn it's a gauntlet match to start the night off to find out who's going to challenge Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Now last in two week weeks we're time. hit. We're hit row. 
in that room backstage or were they not even in there? Because now all of a sudden they're in this uh, match. I don't remember them being in that room. Let me scroll down. That was on SmackDown last week and find out here. Yeah. Let's see. He had a um, uh, blah, blah, blah. When would that happen? Caleb Braxton. Oh, here it is. Jay Uso. No, that's Jay Uso. Uh, backstage with Bianca video thing. It was video. Sammy and Ooh, Kevin. Oh, Uso. There it is. Uh, let's see. Kale wants to forget about the Usos and focus on their thing. Uh, here we go. And then uh, in comes Pretty Deadly. In comes the Brawling Brutes, Good Brothers, and LWO and Street Profits. That's what nope. I thought. Okay. Good, did not show. What the heck? Memory. <laughs> We're not there. All right. But Just checking. We needed a we needed a team to lose really quickly. So in five hit seconds. Here for that. Yeah. Right. Wow. So, right, this is going to be a, a, a gauntlet match. So all you have to do is win and be the last team to win, and then you, you get to challenge. And this is going to be in the London version of SmackDown in two weeks' time. Right. So, there you go. Big deal, then. Uh-huh. So this match includes Street Profits, Brawling Brutes, LWO, Good Brothers, Pretty Deadly, and Hit Row. The first match is Street Profits versus Brawling Br- Brutes. And uh, I thought Dawkins was very impressive. Until Sheamus tagged in and he hit a bro kick. One, two, three. Brawling Brutes win. Wow. So Street Profits are already out. Quick. Next match. It is Brawling Brutes versus Good Brothers. Bro kick to Carl Anderson. One, two, three. Holy Good riddance. crap. Yep. <laughs> Don't need them. Uh, match number three. Brawling Brutes versus LWO. That's Joaquin Wild and Cruz del Toro. And uh, Ridge, uh, he steals Osprey's Stormbreaker move. When did he start using that? I don't know. Ridge Holland. Is that really what that is? It, it's very Stormbreaker-y. Yeah. There might be an extra thing, but it's very Stormbreaker-y. But he hits it onto uh, Del Toro, one, two, three. Brawling Brutes continue. Wow. Now they're going to fight Hit Row. Three-second match. Broke <sighs> kick to Top Dollar, of course, one, two, three. And Cole says, now. Flop Dollar. Fine with me. <laughs> Just junk your own guys. That's fine. Yep. Whatever. And final match. Are are the uh, Brawling Brutes going to um, uh, win all the way through this? Let's find out. <laughs> I put... <laughs> I must have been drinking because I put Brogue Kick versus Pretty Deadly. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> That's my favorite team. Brogue Kick. <laughs> Pretty Deadly do a, a secret tag. Uh, the top rope leg drop to Sheamus. One, two, three. Pretty deadly are going to be your challengers. No shock. No. After the break, pretty deadly are celebrating in the ring. Out comes Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Come down the ramp. Sammy tells them, you know, five minutes celebrating is five minutes too long, so get out of the ring. And pretty deadly, they kind of make fun of Sammy's hair. Like, why is your hair wet? You haven't even been in the ring. Um, That's kind of a dumb joke. Yeah, it's dumb. But these they're the young guys. They don't have their jokes yet, I guess. They say a lot of annoying things, and you can see Kevin Owens is trying to stay calm. Yes. But he wants to run in there because the story is, you know, he's got anger issues now, and he wants to run in there, and he wants to punch them in their stupid faces. Indeed. <laughs> Sammy says, well, I think we should do it. And this makes KO so happy. So they run into the ring to fight, but pretty deadly, they run away. Boo. Yeah, boo. We'll see that in two weeks. That's fine. Backstage with Paul uh, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. And Solo Sokoa is in the background. Paul asks Roman if Roman has spoken with Jay. And Roman says, no. <laughs> I'm the tribal chief. Jay should be reaching out to me. Yep. 
And Roman says, hey, Paul, you go talk to Jay now. And so Paul Heyman is scared and he runs away. Yes, my <laughs> travel chief. Yes, my travel chief. <laughs> All right. Up next is a match. And that's exactly what it is, a match. It's uh, EO Sky versus Zelina Vega. This match was like a minute and 30 seconds. I don't know. It was short. Two minutes, uh, 30 I seconds. I think I liked both of these individually, but I didn't like this match. Yeah. Um, and it's because Bailey's there. She distracts the referee, um, which delays the referee's count. EO Sky yells at Bailey because she ruined it. And then uh, Zelina Vega hits EO Sky with a 619, I guess. Roll up, one, two, three. Wow. And we're teasing trouble and damage control now. Oh, for weeks and weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. Recap of Asuka versus Charlotte interaction last week on the uh, Grayson Waller thingy. Um, and then we go backstage. There's a hobo man, and he's there with Bianca <laughs> Belair. And he's in trouble because he promised her last week she would get a rematch for the title. And she's holding, she's calling him out on it. She's like, hey, what about that? He says, well, I can't give you an answer tonight because I don't have any power. And I'm just a yep. homeless boxcar kid, and I yep. can't do anything. Um, and so... Uh, Bianca says, you know what? I've tried doing it the right way. I did it the right way. I did it the right way. I did it the right way. Now I'm going to do it my way. Oh, well. <laughs> Implying that her way is never the right way. <laughs> no, her so, way is punching people, I guess. I don't know. Yes. So she leaves, and a uh, homeless guy is kind of scared looking. Now we get a commercial, and from after that, we're backstage with damage control, and EO Sky is yelling at Bailey, and then in comes a, a tank liar. And she wants Bailey to put her uh, money in the bank spot on the line. What? Why would Bailey agree to this? She wouldn't. But guess what? EO Sky accepts on behalf of Bailey, which Ah, she can't do. Good story, though. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, does she have the ability to accept on somebody else's behalf? It doesn't matter because Bailey's accepted matches for her and Dakota a million times. So this is just revenge. All right. So that's canon. If you're in a faction, you can sign other people up for whatever. Yes. It's like power of attorney. Pretty much. Okay, now it's time for the Grayson Waller effect. And his guest this week is, oh, great, Charlotte Flair. Okay, and the photo for her in the Grayson Waller effect graphic, I couldn't even tell who that was. I think it was Paris Hilton that they used in the picture. And then the person that comes out, I don't recognize her either. So, oh, well. What is she wearing tonight, Joe? What is this? I think it was like a carpet from the 1960s. Yeah, yeah. Wow, is it hideous. It was a see-through bodysuit with leaves and vines and it flowers looks like covering a, the right places. It looks like a, a 1960s rug. It does. From a hotel, yeah. Probably. A hotel hallway. Yeah, exactly. Yuck. She Charlotte sits down at the table, and then for some reason she starts looking around like she's a Muppet. Like her head goes back and forth. Like, <laughs> is Jim Henson working her Maybe. gadgets down below? Maybe. Maybe. That's kind of scary. Um, but she says she has Oscar's number. Oh, okay. This is horrible. Bianca saves us from all of this, and she interrupts. This was just this was a a plane crash hitting this a submarine. Brutal. It is brutal. <laughs> it's not good. Um, uh, Bianca's here, and she says, "All right, I want someone to explain to me how Charlotte moved ahead of me in line." And Charlotte says, "Hello, EST." Um, Charlotte says, "I'm not going to apologize." Um, because I'm friends with CM Punk and the line <laughs> starts with me and ends with me. Ugh. She goes, you know what? I lost to Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, but I didn't get a rematch. So 
We're both owed a rematch. That's because she she left. Right. You don't get a rematch when you leave the company for a while. Look, tell her when she's lying, okay? I will. All right, now, Oris, sorry, spoiler, or as Kevin Kelly would say, he asks the fans to tell him lies. <laughs> oh, Kevin. Oh, I, I love Kevin Kelly on New Japan, but Kevin Kelly in, in America is a different story. This, Dogs are love, mad. Work out. Yes. I'll, I'm holding out hope that he'll get this. Result. Oh, boy. Wow, we're all going on over there on the Grayson yeah. Waller show. They heard noises outside, and now they're fighting with yeah. each other. So that's fun. How so. dare That's part of the show right, now. So it's part of the appeal. Bianca says again, you know, I tried to do it the right way. I, I, I didn't run away and hide for three months Ooh. after I lost. Well, that was good. Um, Charlotte says, look, I'm a champion with or without the title. Oh, my gosh. That's the stupidest thing. That's such a dumb line. Yeah. I don't even. Yeah. That's, a, that's not a face thing to say, is it? Bianca says that uh, I'm the longest reigning champ and I didn't have to do it 14 times. <laughs> so I'm done being patient. The title's coming back to me and this segment's over. Oof, that was horrible. Now we're going backstage. Here we go. Jay Uso is there. This is the fun part of the Paul show with the dogs bark. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Paul Heyman apologizes for telling Jay the truth last week. Ooh. Paul says, hey, Jay. Look at what happened. Jimmy doesn't miss when he kicks. It was intentional and it was fueled by That's jealousy. That's not when true. He kicked you. Paul's a liar. Tell me when he's lying right now. Tell me when he's lying. Chase, Jimmy's never missed. Are you telling me he's never? Jay says, you know what, Paul? I'm sorry, too, because if I'm in the bloodline, you're still out. Which still doesn't make sense. Still don't know what that means. They'll explain it later, though. Yeah. Yep. AJ Styles music plays. He's here with Michin. And, oh, no, it's a missed tag team match. Ugh. Why are we getting so many of these on so many shows? Now? I don't know, and I don't want it, and I don't want the one on Rampage either. Every show has one now. Yeah. Get out of here. All right, let's just blast through this. Scarlet has a loincloth with a word on it, but all I saw was O-C-K. What is the first letter on that? I think it's just TikTok. Oh, okay. Woo. <laughs> that was a close one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this match is stupid. Styles clash to Karrion Cross. Scarlet interferes, and she tries to seduce AJ. He takes off his glove and points to his wedding ring, and he says, I'm married, female dog. Wow. So she slaps him. Get a straight jacket choke by Karrion. End of match. That was dumb. Yikes. I hated every moment of that. That's because... Why are we still pushing Karrion Cross and Scarlet? What <laughs> was know. the point? I don't know. Well, they junked him up so bad when they came over from NXT. So, so then, okay, so then he should be in Money in the Bank. Nope. He's doing nothing. He's doing nothing. He's like the, uh, he, what's his face? Uh, poor man, rich man, uh, elbow mouth. <laughs> oh, he's doing the Baron mouth. Corbin gimmick. Baron Corbin. Rich man, poor man, Baron Corbin. We should start calling him that. <laughs> Sometimes I just can't remember people's names and that just happened. Just Happy like, man, sad man. Yes. Happy man, yeah. Tummy mouth man. Whatever happened to yeah. Riddick Moss? Oh, yeah. He died. I can't even remember what he looks like. On the way back That's to weird. his home planet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, backstage with Roman and Paul. 
Roman Reigns has three title belts now. Wait, I thought I was going to say that he, he they just stack them up now. They didn't get rid of the old of old two titles. So stupid. What's that? Are we just let's just give him another one next week? He can have four. Good God, I I don't know how I feel about this. It's dumb. It's kind of dumb. Meant when she said last week, when she wins, she's going to take both of those titles. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. Solo gets angry, and Paul runs away in fear. Dumb. Now, Solo says, um, should I handle this? <laughs> Roman says, nope, no, nope, we still got plenty of time because here's a commercial. Oh, and then this part. <laughs> Stephanie's disembodied voice goes cha-ching, cha-ching, because it's time for Special Olympics. Of course it is. And then we have Kayla in that fake ring backstage where she talks to Cameron Grimes and Baron attacks him. Oh, right. boy. Now it's booyaka booyaka. That's my Pueblo. That's what I thought the words were. No, you, you did not. Really? Yeah. I always thought it was booyaka booyaka 619. Booyaka booyaka. That's my Pueblo. That's amazing. Booyaka booyaka 619. Booyaka booyaka Rey Mysterio. That's Mr. amazing. So I good. still don't know what the words are. I don't think it's that. No, probably not. I don't even know what that would mean. What's a Pueblo? I don't know. I believe it's a house. Ah, okay. He's a little house. He's like a tiny house. Ray Mysterio. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Out comes Ray Mysterio, the tiny house, and he says he's proud of reforming the LWO. He introduces Santos Escobar. Santos says, timing is everything. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. Hmm. Very, very generic, whatever they're saying here. He tells Ray that he loves Ray. He's fighting for Ray. He's fighting for Familia and La Raza and Conan and everybody. And out comes L.A. Knight to interrupt. He didn't say Conan, but when he said La Raza, that's all oh, I know. That's all you can think of. Now, uh, L.A. Knight shoves Ray down and the fight breaks out and we go to commercial. We come back from that and the match has begun. It's L.A. Knight versus Santos Escobar. L.A. Knight tries to win with a roll up while holding onto the notes of the notes, the ropes. Um, but Escobar kicks his uh, kicks L.A. Knight's right hand from the rope, and then he wins with a roll-up of his own. Oh, boy. Roll-up win, everybody. Short match garbage. After the match, L.A. Knight attacks Escobar, but Rey Mysterio makes the save, and why did we have any of this? I don't know. Just so they could, you know, let's keep trading wins, yeah. everybody. That's right. about it. And that was the last match on SmackDown because next up is our right. main event. Main event is talking. Bloodline. Yep. Main event, yeah. But it's it's uh, there's a little action here. We'll see what happens. Jay is walking backstage and he finds Sami Zayn. Sami just nods at him and walks away. Okay. Yeah. Roman's music plays. So I skip ahead 10 minutes and uh, save myself some time in my life. And then we get Usos. Wahoo! I don't know about that, but okay. That's it's in the theme song every time. It's wahoo, right? The drum beat is like right when they, the the bass drop thing happens. What do the kids call that? Maybe. The bass drop. Maybe. <laughs> and then it's down since day one ish. All right, in the ring we have Roman, Paul, Heyman, and Solo on one side, and Jay by himself on the other. Everybody's got microphones, plenty of microphones. Roman says, hey, what's it going to be? Jay, are you in or are you out? Jay says, you tell me. This is like 
two teenagers trying to figure out where they're going to go eat dinner tonight. It is. It's we don't know. Are we really going to get an answer tonight? But yes, we are yeah. this time. Yeah. So Jay says it's either going to be him pointing at Paul or it's going to be me. And then Roman clears it up for everybody. And he says, listen, when you're tribal chief, you can pick anyone to be your wise man. This is my wise man. He's here to help me as I lead. Um, and so you don't fire him. Yes. He says, I was only meant to get us to the promised land, but Jay, you're meant to keep us here. And we've been grooming you for over three years now. You're meant to lead, but just not yet. So the problem isn't the wise man. The problem is your brother. Ooh. And that causes Jimmy Uso to come out. Guess what? He's got a microphone too. And he says, listen, the problem isn't your brother, Jay. The problem is our cousin. He's not grooming you. He's using you. Yep. So are you going to believe him over me? And Roman says, you know what? It took 10 years to get you guys, you Usos, into WrestleMania. And ever since you've been with me, you've been in the main event every single time. Uh, he says, Jimmy, you're like an anchor. You weigh everybody down. But Roman, I am the wings. I help you fly. <laughs> <laughs> or lift you up or whatever he said. He goes, uh, you can't be a tribal chief, Jay, and a twin at the same time. You can, but okay, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's like roles. You gotta pick. Um, so, hey, wise man, when we want when we named Jay the right hand man, who's the only person who had a problem with it? Uh oh. And now, oh, Jimmy looks down. He's got a guilty face. Jay's just heard this. He's like, what? Not Jimmy. Yeah, he turns towards. He says, "Hey, is that true?" And Jimmy says, yep, it's true. And Jay starts pacing around. He's all frustrated. And Jay says, so this whole time you've been doubting me? He goes, I expected it from Roman, but not from you. Let me guess, because you know what's best for both of us. All this time, I've been trying to keep up with you, Mr. Prom King, Mr. Player of the Year. He said Mr. Prom Mr. Prince like first. Yeah, he said Prom Prince. <laughs> well, maybe in his junior year, he was Prom Prince. And then the next year, he's Prom King. Maybe, yeah. I think that's how. Is that how it works? I don't oh, know. I have no idea if that's real. You never got elected for that, Joe. You didn't win. God that no. Contest? You didn't. You didn't beat out the Rock at your high school for prom king. Oh my God, king? no. <laughs> Mister Mister Dwayne, the prom king. No. Yeah, he calls him most likely to succeed. Did the Usos go to your school too, or are they in a different town? They. I didn't know the Usos, and they would have been much younger. Oh, okay. That's right. Well, he, he, Jay, Jay says, "Guess what? When you got hurt." Jimmy, I stepped up. Uh, yeah. um, I became main event Jay Uso, and it's all because of Roman. So guess what, Jimmy? You are out. And the crowd goes, oh. And then Jay says, and I'm out too. And then they both super kick Roman in the face. That was amazing. Yeah. Well, Solo first, first Jay, kicks, Jay kicks him in the face only. Because Jimmy, well, yeah, didn't, they, well, Jimmy didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah he, wasn't, he wasn't synced up yet. So yeah. Yeah. Jake kicks uh, um, Roman, and then Jamie says, all right, and they both kick him together. And then they awesome. go, wahoo! They don't do that, but that was amazing, and I did love it. Yeah. Solo goes for the Samoan spike, but both Uso super kick him, and there's more wahoos, and then the crowd goes nuts, and Roman recovers, and he's furious, so they both super kick him unconscious, and he has this weird-looking, like, stroke face. <laughs> he's like, gah, gah, gah. It was really, really good. Yeah, the Usos raise the one as we go off the air. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And then announced, 
announced on social media, Bloodline Civil War, the Usos against Roman and Solo at Money in the Bank in London. Okay. That's cool. So no title match. We get a tag No, no. There was no way Reigns was going to put the title on the line there. No way. Okay. Now that doesn't mean they can't have a brutal match and then LA Knight or whoever teases a cash in because that could happen. That definitely could happen. Which one of those three title belts would he go after, do you think? (laughs) I think he would tease all of them. (laughs) Wouldn't he? I I was asking all three plus NXT plus uh, maybe maybe every title maybe even teases that it's going to cash in on Rhea Ripley. That's a that's got to check several bags to get all that stuff home. Think so. Those titles. Yeah. Well, you can only cash in on one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But wow. Okay, SmackDown. You weren't not too bad. You know, all the matches were short besides the beginning one, and that was just really five short matches in one in one or one long match and four short matches, but you know, whatever it it didn't matter because everyone was just tuning in for the Usos and, and uh, Roman part. So, right. You could have watched the last like 30 minutes of that and been done. Yeah. Bloodline rules as we know, but now right after that, this is rampage baby. It's taped. And maybe for the last time, because I, with collision, do we really have to also review rampage? That is a question. Now, this week's was was decent, but I don't know anymore. Tony's really going to have to put on a great show every week now. Yeah. Or else people are just going to skip it. People are already going to skip stuff. Rampage is going to become... The ratings are going to go just through the floor. I'm talking sub 200,000 viewers. Not good. Yeah. Especially if it's pre-taped and if there's no... Story Nothing of consequence equals yeah. I don't have they expect us to have five hours and if you count Ring of Honor seven hours a week just for AEW. That's a lot. That's what yeah, WWE when did they has WWE right WWE now. with all this content. Yeah, WWE has seven hours a week. That's too many hours. Yeah. So okay, here we go. Closed craptioning time. Oh, so boy. last week we did the Rampage theme song. Let's see how different it is this week. <laughs> I am convinced now that they use AI for this. How do I know? Because they plug in the wrestlers names I learned so that when it hears something similar to a wrestler's name, it says that name. Oh, okay. Now there's none in this song, but there will be later. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Here's Rampage's theme song, including according to the closed captioning this week. This is Rampage, baby. Here's the show. They bacon on. Adrenaline pumping his chest. This is Rampage. Jam on. This is Rampage to jam. This is Rampage. This is Rampage. They bacon on this week. They bacon on? Like Like bacon and egg or B-A-K-I-N? No. They bacon on. Bacon on. Weird. Hmm. I wow! I like all that jam too. Lots of jam. So much jam and bacon this week. Makes me hungry. Maybe next week it'll be bacon jam. We'll find out. But there are way too many commentators. It's Excalibur, Tony, Jr., Jericho. I noped out real quick on this one. I just didn't want this. But okay, here we go. 
We're going to open with Best Friends and Rocky Romero. That's chaos if you don't if you watch New Japan against Kyle Fletcher, Jeff Cobb, and Will Ospreay of the United Empire. Guess what? Tony Schiavone's like, look at this, Will Ospreay and Ozzy Open, and Excalibur goes, well, no. And, and Tony doesn't even just say that. He says that Mark Davis is really good, and the Excalibur's like that is Jeff Cobb. <laughs> Did he think Mark Davis like? doubled in size or something that was weird well, mark davis is definitely bigger than kyle fletcher so maybe he just that's all he knew but that was very strange it's a great match yeah. the stuff between osprey and rocky is fantastic oh some yes. of the counters rocky has his way with osprey for a bit there that's because he did and remember they had their their classic match in the best of super juniors a few years ago and it was amazing so yeah this one was great but it ends with a hidden blade. Osprey has to get the win. But it's high action yeah. and fun. So not that anybody has extra time to go watch more wrestling, but the match is pretty cool. So yeah, it was good. There's that. Now Ty a liar, the heel for no reason version of her comes out. <laughs> yeah. She's going to face already in the ring, Trisha Dora. And guess what? As soon as they both get in the ring, JR tells the accolades of this woman. Mm-hmm. And explains everything about the military and all this stuff. There are two women in there. I have, I still don't know who he's talking about. To this minute, I don't know. Yeah. Taya acts like a mentally challenged chicken. I don't know what that was. <laughs> then she steals moves from Nakamura and Taiji Ishimori. And then curb yeah. stomp thing on a black woman. Right by June 10th. I just, this is not good. Let's just not. Let's just not do this. And and somehow that's Ty's heel finisher out of nowhere. Just she does the curb stomp now. The kind where you grab their hands and smash their face into a real curb. Not good. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed uh, Trisha Dora. I think she's got a great wrestling name. I've seen her before. Uh, she's yeah. had better matches than this. This was she's not a much. local Washington, D.C. woman, yes. isn't she? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, you know what? I like her more than Sky Blue already. So, well, there you go. I don't even know if she's officially signed though. So, can she run the ropes without stutter stepping? I believe yes. she can. So, <laughs> backstage yeah. interview with the Hardys and pals, and they do say yes, we'll accept that challenge on Dynamite. It'll be the Hardys against the Guns to decide who the best brother tag team is. But I didn't know the Lucha Brothers were wrestling the Young Bucks on Dynamite. Did you? <laughs> exactly. Wow. I didn't know that either. Good God. Yeah. That's, wow. wow. Okay. Pretty funny. Now we get a and, garbage. Uh, yeah. You know, I thought that these, they ripped on um, Billy Gunn a little bit too much. I thought the Hardys did. Like, yeah. Why are you ripping on Billy Gunn? He's not your enemy uh-huh. here, is he? He's not part of this. Yeah. Whatever. But now the match everybody was not waiting for, the garbage match of the night. Ugh. It's Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Karen Jarrett against Mark Briscoe, Papa Briscoe, and Baby Briscoe. No. And uh, Aubrey the referee. Wow. Why is this a match? I don't know. Jericho in commentary says, why is Aubrey in a wrestling match? He's a referee. She's an egomaniac and makes everything about herself. <laughs> Tell me when I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks true right now. Tony says, Aubrey has a dance background and strong legs. And Jared goes, yeah, this one's got strong legs, strong legs. Ew. 
Yeah, she, he was talking about her how she was a ballet dancer. Shut up, Jr. And Jr.'s like, yeah, them ballet dancers, they got strong legs, barbecue sauce. Yeah. Oh my God. Jericho says, <laughs> you know, Papa Briscoe's older than Gorilla Monsoon. Okay, if Gorilla <laughs> was alive, he'd be almost ninety years old now. Do you think that that guy in the ring is almost ninety years old? Do you think that? That's so funny. I okay. love that line though. I don't want this yep. match. When Karen and Aubrey fight, they just roll around in the ring. They, in fact, probably watched uh, Fonzie against, who was it, Beulah, maybe? I don't oh, remember. Yeah. From ECW. They probably just watched that, and then yeah. they just do that cat fight, like move for move, and then right. Aubrey, d- oh my God, Aubrey does if a you turn, If you turn up your volume uh, really high and you You can hear Joey Styles going right. cat fight. No, I was going to say. I was going to say Jerry Lawler, but yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Aubrey does a hair mare and Karen botches it so bad that Jericho has to call it a snap mare DDT. (laughs) So Aubrey uses a guitar on Jay Lethal and then puts a figure four on Karen and wins. Throw this right in the dumpster. Aubrey, the referee, is winning a match. Are we done? With real wrestlers in it. I think we're finally done though, right? I would think you don't need more. Why would you ever need more than this? Right. I think Some people, like later on either, I, that we see Double J kind of like go off on his own. There are people. Uh, that's true. There are people that are huge Aubrey Edwards fans, and that's great. Um, Good for you if you like this match, but this match is stupid. She, she hosts a podcast, I think. I've never listened to it, but I know she's kind of out there and doing some of those things. Oh, I'm sure um, she's very, very popular. I like her in the ring when she's refing and stands up for herself when, you know, Jericho gets handsy with her. Yes. And, he, and she, she shoves back, back and stuff. That's good. That's great. But do you want to yeah. see her wrestle? Do you want, Absolutely do you want not. another Danny Davis? Do you want that? Remember Danny Davis? You know why Danny Davis yeah. worked? And it, it was because he cheated all the time. He was a corrupt referee yeah. and he wanted to become a wrestler. So that worked. Right. Aubrey, are you going to become a wrestler now? Because he was, he was so cowardly. They could never get him. No, and so the Heart Foundation was just trying to get dangerous Danny Davis the whole time, yep. and and when he came out to wrestle, he wore this ridiculous like, um, this ridiculous half referee half. Like, yeah, um, that's kind of what was, Aubrey wore. Yeah, but but the bottom line is, if Aubrey you're going to be a wrestler, then fine. If you want to be a ref, that's fine. But this this referee wrestling yeah. a match is dumb. It's stupid. Right. But whatever. Yeah. It's over. Backstage interview with D-bag version of Taya. She buries Chris Statlander. Then Statlander comes in and Taya does the story that I said two weeks ago. She says, I broke Jade down. Yeah. And then you just went in and won my title. Okay. Yep. That's the story. That makes sense. Statlander says, okay, fine. If you want this title, I'll put it online whenever. Just take my open challenge next week. And Taya's like, yeah, whatever. Like, she's not gonna. And they announced that she accepted the challenge. Why did Taya act like that? If if the match yeah. is on. I don't know. I don't know either. I understand this. The talking in this segment wasn't good on either it one of the parts. It was not great. No, it was a little yeah. messy. And it was a pre-tape, so they could have fixed it. Yeah. Mark Henry's backstage. He's doing an interview with Don Callis and Takeshita. This was incredible. Don says Takeshita's name in Mexico is El Hio de Don Callis. <laughs> that is amazing. So I loved it. 
Um, Mark Henry says enough talk, but of course more talking. Yeah. And then they announced officially what we're going to find out in a few minutes anyway, is that the official announced team is Nigel McGuinness. This is for collision. Nigel McGuinness, JR, and a picture of Kevin Kelly from 20 years ago. (laughs) What the heck was that? They're like, Ring of yeah. Honor, 2004, or whatever. Here's a picture of Kevin Kelly. What? Yeah, the dark hair. Wow. That's funny. Yeah. I went on uh, Facebook and I put a picture of myself from 12 years ago just for that. Just for that. <laughs> I don't look like that anymore. No. Um, I used to have no gray hair. Wow. What happened? I used to have hair. I used to have hair. I was going to shave my head yesterday and I did not. But uh, well, there you go, Kevin Kelly, twenty years ago. That's your collision announced team. Let's talk about it right now. Here's okay. my issue. I was did I not say Jr. is going to end up on here? Yes, you did. Did I not say Nigel will probably end up on there? Yeah. And did I, I not Nigel say the names. wouldn't Kevin Kelly be great on there, except for the fact that then he won't be able to do his job in New Japan? Yes. And I don't, what I said was I don't want a guy who's only going to be there sometimes because when he's not there, we, the fans are going to get screwed. And we all know I like Kevin Kelly a lot. And in New Japan, there's no one better to call the action than Kevin Kelly. There is nobody on this planet that could do it better than him. However, you can't do both. And he insists he can do both. And if you do both, one of two things happens. One you don't go to Japan. Now, the G1 doesn't count because he is going for the whole month. But what ends up happening is if you are if you have to contractually fulfill your obligations in New Japan and do English commentary, and yet you have to work for TK, then what could happen in the future is that Kevin literally phones it in. And we've had that happen in, where he stays in his house in Pennsylvania and he phones it in. The problem with that incredible lag and bad sound it ruins some of the matches and a lot of the finishes yes and sometimes he disappears for like ages with bad audio during the show yeah so we don't want that but kevin says it's the opposite of that that's going to happen he he will be going to japan for the big shows but he will get a replacement for collision but for like the g1 that's a month where Kevin Kelly's not there, which means we're going to have like Caprice or someone else that doesn't know the product. And Kevin doesn't know AEW at all yet. It is clear with his commentary on Collision, he has no idea what's going on other than what he's been told at the last minute. This is a very bittersweet announced team for me. Yeah. I my my concern was the same as yours. My in my ideal world, we don't lose Kevin from New Japan and we find someone else for Collision, and I'm fine with that. I like the thought of him being able to be on both, but it's not realistic. No. And what I don't want to have happen is like you said, him doing trying to do live commentary via phone. Oh, it's always um, bad. We've I've watched every one that he's ever done, every single one. It's bad, and they are not yeah, good. They're my least favorite shows. I'd rather watch it in Japanese. And then three seconds later, he says what Correct. happened. And it just doesn't it's, work. It's really, really crappy. The second worst option then is we don't get live English commentary. We have to wait a day for him Correct. to watch it, you know, and 
record his voice along with whatever he's watching. So that's um, these are not good solutions. No. And I understand I, he I like, wants. Go ahead. I like the thought of him placing New Japan either as the top priority, either because he's contractually ob- obligated to, or because he loves it. Maybe that was in his contract with AEW. I don't know. I hope that continues to be his first choice. Because, like we said, without Kevin Kelly, we're not getting English commentary in New Japan. No. And if um, we do, let's say we did, imagine having to listen to. Cause Love, Drama King, Ian Riccoboni, anybody like that, I, I would cry if that's what I had right. to listen to. And we've we've heard, I think, Chris Charlton go solo. And that was Oh fun. my, that was hard. That was real hard. Not so, good. Uh, I don't know. Unless yeah. I don't know who else could do it. I really yeah. don't know who There's could no do one it. else. So Yeah. So that's why I say let's find someone else for collision to fill in. And you know, unfortunately we're gonna get Caprice. Or maybe we'll get lucky and Excalibur will come over for those weeks. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. But... And that's the best we could hope for. And like, again, I like Caprice. I don't like guys that are filling in that don't watch when they're not right. there. That's all. Yeah. You got to so. know the guys. You got to know the, the roster. Yes. You can't just come in on a Friday, watch a couple of taped shows and expect to know everything. So Or Kevin Kelly, um, where he's just like, you guys write down the stuff I have to say, and I'll, I can do the rest. And then he doesn't know anything. And you can see he hasn't watched AW at all. But anyway, main event, Bandito against Takeshita with Don Callis. Takeshita, oh my God. Takeshita, oh my God, I can't even speak. Takeshita's entrance is now the low hum of the universe with space <laughs> in the background and Don and Takeshita on the smaller screens painted as centaurs. I can't make this up. This is just some, this is otherworldly weird. Yeah. It's that it's same so artist who did the Callus and Kenny Omega one where they had their shirts off and they were muscular. And Now were, are you, uh, do you know that or are you just assuming? It has to be. It's so similar to that. Awesome. It has to be the I hope same it artist. Is. I hope it is. So Don joins commentary and he talks about why he's there. And he's like, well, yeah, I'm here for the money. And JR says, yeah, I'm only here for the money. Wow, that's good, JR. You don't also love wrestling, you old creep? Really? Then go home. Really? I know you're there because it's a job and you're getting paid. Aren't you supposed to be there because you love wrestling? Aren't there only a small amount of commentators on this earth? And so you are just so happy to be one of them? Isn't that what you meant to say instead of only here for the money? Right. Really? Why would you ever agree with anything Don says? You're ne- you never agree with Don if you're the face commentary. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't agree. He could have said, not me. The money's great, but I'm here because I love the wrestling. Wow, that's, that's what a face way. would say. That's what a nice person right. would say. <laughs> oh, my God. I understand it's not a charity. It's a job. But my God, give me a break. Uh, this match is awesome, as expected. Just go watch it. Takeshita and Bandito do all the great spots, and it's so good. Power drive knee, Takeshita wins. I mean, what did you expect? That's right. That's it's that. Good. So Takeshita against Kenny Omega incoming at some point. Just yeah. got to find out when. Now, unfortunately, Bandito breaks his wrist during this match. He does. They didn't think it was a break, but it's broken. So now, <sighs> what are we going to do? 
I don't know. He had, he tweeted out, I guess, and said he has to cancel all his closest engagements really and sad. apologizes and stuff. He's going to uh-huh. get a second opinion. But Now, yeah. was he supposed he to be at Triple Mania? Uh-oh. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Triple Mania is falling apart, man, with Roosh. It and- is. <sighs> all right, I'm going to look it up because, you know, okay. I have to. Because I had the poster. Here it is in front of me. All right, here's the right. poster again. Let's see. Was he on there? Mm, a lot of guys. A lot of people. This looks like the wrong poster. Is this right? No, this is the right poster. Mm. When, when's the, what's the date of Triple Mania? July? It is. Something? It is. No, this is the wrong poster. For God's sake. Which is the one that's in July, everybody? I'm looking at the wrong thing. Mania, July. Is it? Uh, I'll sing the Psycho Clown song. How Triple about that? Mania 31. Is that, that it? One? 31. But there was 31. 31, there's three shows, I think. Oh, gosh. One was in April. One was in oh, that's something. Right. Yeah. Uh, Triple Mania, July 15th. William Mack, Mr. Guana, Jack Cartwheel. Yeah, that one. Do you uh, see Bandito on there anywhere? Yeah, I'm just going to scan through this to see if I see a bandito in here at all. Maybe I could just do a, a control F to look for him. I don't see him on this card. Okay. I don't either. Okay. All right. Well, that's bandito. fine. No, it's fine. No, he's that's not fine. on the card. Well, everybody just wants to talk about collision, so let's talk about collision. <laughs> okay. AEW Collision, June 17th at the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this intro music. It's Sir Elton John. Look at that. All right. I like that. It's a nice change of pace from a lot of the garbage songs we get on other shows. Now, do you have any uh, <laughs> closed captioning for this or no? No, I don't have it for that. Okay. But we can right. we can get it for that next week, though. Okay, good. It was nice to hear that uh, song, considering that song is 50 years old. I like that. I love it, too. I like that we get a, a bit of nostalgia, and the song being 50 years old has a lot of meaning. I know. Um, now, on commentary, we have Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGinnis, and the crowd is chanting CM Punk, and his music plays, and out he comes. He's wearing his his boots around his neck, and he's carrying a red bag. Okay. Okay, are you, wait, before, are you ready for closed captioning for CM Punk's theme song? Oh, yes. Okay, do it. <sighs> this one's the hardest one to believe, that they. this is what it thinks. But here's what AI thinks that his theme song is. So let's see. The crowd's chanting CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. And let's see. So close captioning for CM Punk's theme song on the premiere episode of Collision. I don't think anybody's going to believe me that this is, these are the lyrics. <laughs> I can't even say this first part. I can't. It's too, it's too stupid and too ridiculous. Oh. Let's have it. I stupid and ridiculous is what we look okay. for. Rock a new. <laughs> see the. What? Rock a new. See the. That's what it says. I'm trying to. Lyrics I'm trying to figure out where that fits in the song. Though. Rock That's a new. See the. Wardlow out here. Sean Dean. Those are the okay. lyrics right there. No, this is something scurry going nope, on here. That's the lyrics. Rock a new. Huh. Yeah. S- okay. Next so week I'll get the Elton John. Personality is Wardlow Sean Dean. 
Is yeah. that the Wardlow out here? Sean Dean. Wardlow. Wow. Not even close. Wardlow, Sean. I can't be. I can't make it work. <laughs> yeah, don't don't even try. Don't strain yourself on that one. Because I'm trying to I'm trying to close sing captioning is dumb. Karaoke version. Okay, well there you go. So CM Punk gets in the ring and yeah, he takes that A and AEW shorts off the microphone, whatever that thing is called, that little box that goes yes. around the, I forget what that's called. It's got a name, but I can't remember. I know. I just keep forgetting. He says, Hey, I don't know if you guys have heard, but I'm tired of being nice. I've gone. What? When was he injury. nice? <laughs> I don't know. What? Maybe at that press conference is when he was nice. Okay. Um, I've gone 10 months. Maybe when he ruined Cole Cabana's life, he was nice. Oh. I've gone 10 months with an injury, but I'm still here. And as long as I am, this is the professional wrestling business. It's not a popularity contest and I'm tired of being nice. Okay. Wait, tell me when I'm telling lies. Okay. Uh, okay. If you go after the young bucks, you're, you're telling lies because if it's a business, you would only want to go after matches that you could have, not matches right. that you legally cannot have. So yeah. already there's a problem here, but okay, continue. Right, yeah. Um, he says, I sold out buildings. Okay, before he says was- about the lies about selling out the Budokan MSG, which he didn't do, because um, okay. that was companies that sold that out, not him. Um, yeah. But And I don't even know if they were actual sellouts. But he says, this is a business of grown-ups. It's never been a popularity contest. Oh, my God. You have to be an incredibly narcissistic sociopath to believe the lie that life, let alone pro wrestling, isn't just a popularity contest. That's all pro wrestling is, is a popularity contest and a a bit of nepotism, but that's it. Yeah. What is is he? Tell me when you're lying. I don't know, like six times. I don't know. Continue. If you were not popular, your career would have been over a long time ago. There's opinions and then there's just straight up facts. And he's already said "Mm," about four things that aren't correct. So, but go ahead. All right. Uh, Let's see here. Next, he says, oh, my fans are smart. And he says, I love you because you love me. (laughs) And you love me because I don't compromise. Okay. He says, but it seems there are some people that hate me. And I understand that my presence makes people uncomfortable. I don't think that that's the issue. (laughs) And that's because I'm the truth and the truth is painful. Oh, my God. He pauses for a minute to let the crowd chant, F the elite. And then he starts talking some more. He says, you can call me what you want. You can cheer me. He points out a few signs that a couple of them are pro him. And there's another sign that's against him. And he says, you can cheer me or boo me. So he's John Cena now. And he says, he stole that directly from John Cena, didn't he? Because that was when he was feuding with John Cena. And he goes, "Uh, but you know, I'm right. I'm the one true article in a business full of counterfeit bucks. Oh, my God. Ooh. Oh, my God. Okay. Then he says, the king is back, baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Elvis Evil Dead. That's fine. Yes. So 
it's it's not a popularity contest, but the king is right. back because mm-hmm. he got that title from birth. I don't know. He says, now I have a lot of things to get off my chest. Why would I change? Some people think they're owed an apology. And here we go with the creepy, weird apology. He goes, if you feel I owe you an apology. Oh, that's the yeah. guy that comes into your, your shop, your little shop. And he, when you turn your back, he grabs his hand in the case and steals a bunch of your candy and shoves it in his pocket. And when you turn around and call him on it, he goes, "Do you, what? What do you feel I owe you?" He says, "Yeah, yes." Or all these uh, accused offenders uh, who say, "Then I'm sorry you were offended." Like yep, that kind of thing. All right, and then he says this fun nugget. He oh goes, yeah. I, I feel, if you feel I owe you an apology, I'm sorry that the only people softer than you are the wrestlers that you like. Wow. But it's not a popularity contest. Right. Okay. This guy is a walking hypocrisy. But <laughs> the cult people that only think he is right about everything, it's like a Donald Trump type thing. It's yes. once you've committed, now you're in. So now you have to yeah. believe everything. Right. Oh, it's funny how. Well, let me let's get to the finish of this, and then I'll say what it's funny funny how. Um, blah 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 blah. Now, last time you saw me, and he picks up this red bag. He says, "I held what's in this bag above my head." He's talking about the title. So it can only be the title. So when later it turns out to be something else, remember that he said, you know that. But yeah, and he says. I held it by my head, not because I deserve it. It's mine because I earned it. Okay. He goes, not because I had the best dog collar match. It's mine because I won the dog collar match. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. He says, this belongs to me until someone can pin me or submit me for it. And there are those of you who were praying I'd put these boots in the ring and retire. But until there is somebody in this company who can fill these boots, they belong on my feet. Also, they're shoes. <laughs> yeah. Were those they boots? Shoes. I've never no, seen boots like that. No, they're just like, like high-top tennis shoes. Yeah. Like so again. Playing basketball. Tell me when I'm telling lies. There's lie number six. So. Yeah. Okay. Unless they're some kind of newfangled wrestling boots that look like basketball shoes. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. MMA shoes. I don't know what they are. This segment went... 49 minutes. No, it just felt like Did it. Really? Oh, no. I didn't time it, but it was long. Joking. Um, and, you know, there was a time when I was a, a pretty big CM Punk fan. Mm-hmm. One of the few wrestling t-shirts I ever bought was a CM Punk. I bought a shirt, too. Yeah. So, but now, whew, I'm trying to think of some, some pro wrestler that I like less. Um, I'm having a hard time with that. At least he's a great wrestler. That's the best in the world. We're going to find out tonight. Let's let's. I believe he's at least he's incredible and just still so as good as he always. Oh, yeah, selling out arenas with his skill. Um, But yeah, you know, in one sense, I'm glad that that this had. I can't wait to see the ratings. I'm glad that this got eyeballs on it. So good for AEW to have this. But it's it's a time bomb. It's not a pipe bomb. It's a time bomb. You're right. And it's going to go off eventually. And guess what we're going to have? Yep. Uh, we're going to have an extra show with nobody on it. Yeah. 
So, all right, we'll, we'll see what happens. So that was great. He leaves. Now we get a video recap of Christian and Wardlow. Um, then their feud. And now we're going to get the TNT Championship match. So the first ever Collision match is Luchasaurus challenging Wardlow for the TNT Championship. Okay. This is a match. Wardlow powerbombs Luchasaurus. Christian is going nuts outside the ring trying to distract Wardlow. And it works because Wardlow looks at him. Luchasaurus chokeslams Wardlow for a two count. Then uh, Wardlow gets a powerbomb followed by a swanton. Christian's distracting some more. Luchasaurus is distracting some more so that Christian can hit Wardlow in the head with a camera. Was that oh a real camera or was that just a piece of plastic? I don't it looked know. looked like a real camera. Yeah. Might have been a broken camera, uh, but it was a real it, camera. Yeah, it broke apart pretty easily. Luchasaurus clobbers uh, Wardlow in the head, uh, in the back of the head, just like clotheslines him or lariats him. One, two, three, new TNT champion. But who? Who is the new well, TNT Christian, champion? Christian holds up the title belt. <laughs> uh-huh. So what's going to happen? Luchasaurus is the champion, but Christian wants to hold the Christian thinks he is. So. Yep. It's awesome. I'm, I'm glad this this is a better story than Wardlow is the face champion. I agree. He's he's boring. Uh, and not only that, first ever match on Collision and we get a title change. So great Very way cool. to start. Yes. Next week, QT Marshall against uh, Commander Sean Dean or whatever his name is. <laughs> Yikes. But we do go backstage with Lexi Nair, and she's talking to Power. What do you call him? Hobbler Hobbs? Hardcore Hobbler. Hardcore Hobbler and QT Marshall. QT says that, that Hobbler will win the Owen Hart tournament. Well, first and he says Hobbs, he is. I think he's first he said he is the Owen Hart tournament. He is the tournament. Yeah. They call that, him champion, too. So they have all these weird names for him. It is weird. And also, I swear I said put a pin in. Hobbs is going to go to do big things on the debut of Collision. And he didn't do anything. Nope, he talked. And they even and he did almost the, didn't talk. Right, and they also did the lie. They did the trick where QT said, we well, said he was going to be on the show. We never said he was going to do anything. Yeah. Um, Get that out of here. Stop doing that. That's not good. That's WWE stuff. Don't do that. Yes, exactly. Um, so Hobbs says, yeah, I'm the face of TNT and I'll take what's mine. Whatever yeah. that means. I guess he's going to be the Owen Hart. Uh, the new Owen Hart. Yeah. Without. Or he's going to be the Owen Cup, they said. So, yeah. whatever. Now, later, it's Miro. He'll be here. And next is <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> Matthews? Buddy, Buddy Murphy, they Murphy. say. It's Why not Buddy Murphy. Matthews also, there? Kevin Kelly says, coming up next, Andrade Idiolo. It's Andre. Yeah, he, next. He does say. What? Yeah, he does say Diolo. And Andre. And Andre, yeah. He doesn't know who this is. How does he not know? I don't know how. It's upsetting. Yeah, I didn't like that. Um, We had somebody else mess up somebody's name, too. Who was that? I can't remember. Kevin Kelly, again and again tonight. Did it happen a lot? Yes. Uh, Somebody called, I think he called uh, Action Andretti Action Andrade. Yeah, like Larry. Yeah, he, it's true. He did call him Andrade. So you got that right, but it was for the wrong person. Oops. <sighs> okay, so we come back from this thing and we got a match. It's now House of Black's Buddy Murphy. <laughs> I just, I don't know why I was calling him Matthews. Because that's his name. Time. They said Murphy. Yeah. You had it right. Oh, Matthews is right. Now you're they had me up. They had it wrong. 
Oh my gosh. They used his WWE name. Oh my gosh. So every time I've been saying Matthews, I was correct. Correct. I just got. You were just blaming it on your lighter. drinking. But no, it's <laughs> yeah. them. It's them, not you. Okay, thank you. It's like, wow, did I really drink that much? Man. Yes, probably. All right. Andre Idolotolo would be fighting <laughs> against uh, Buddy Matthews. At least the match was good. Oh, this is a good match. Excellent. Julia Hart is there. She's got a cool hat. And as Andrade comes to the ring, he's got a skull mask on. It yes. looks neat. Kevin says tranquilo. He was right. okay. Ke- I that? liked Kevin getting really giddy over the whole Ingobernables thing. But freaking yeah. Matthews stood right in front of the camp, like in the camera's way. We couldn't even see Andretti do the spot. Yeah. Mm. Somebody, somebody get a better shot of this. Yeah. I was hoping he would mention Naito, but he's not allowed to do that, I guess. So he didn't. I know. The crowd chants, welcome back to Andrade. Uh, this fight goes out to the floor. Andrade tries to do a hurricane rana, but he lands on his shoulders. Now Ooh. we're selling the shoulder injury, which yeah, is great. Was, yep. Mm-hmm. They really they sold that really well. I liked the I was like, oh no, please tell me he didn't already get hurt. And then but in the ring, Buddy uses the Meteora and he hurts his knee, so they sell that great. And then they're like Kevin's like, We'll be right, we'll be right back. And <laughs> there's they yeah. wait like 30 seconds before they go. <laughs> He doesn't know how to turn to <laughs> no. hand it over to picture in picture because guess what? In New Japan, you never do that. So no, and I, is, Kevin Kelly doesn't do live to commercial ever. So. Yeah, yeah. So he's got to learn that that trick. Yeah. During picture in picture, both of these guys get the trainers looking at them, so that's a good use of. The they really stalled it up there, so we did, wouldn't miss yeah. any of the match. Yeah. Right. I, unlike other matches, when we get picture in picture, we missed a lot. Correct. In this one, I just could fast forward through it mm-hmm. and be very happy with that. Yeah. Now, Andrade goes for the superplex, but Buddy escapes underneath. He does that cheeky Nando's kick that Osprey Woo! used to do. Yeah. He named it, but I like that kick. Uh, now, Buddy tries to powerbomb Andrade, but oh no, the knee hurts too much. Oh, this is really that was good. Good selling. Mm-hmm. Andrade nails him with a, a Judas effect elbow. I know that's not what he calls it, but that's what it looks like. It's a back fist or back elbow. Yeah, but it was looked good, yeah. though. Looked really good. Then Buddy knocks Andrade down with with a lunging kick to the face. So back and forth, back and forth. Everybody's killing everybody. Finally, it's a figure four by Andrade. And oh, no, look what he did here. He bridged it into a figure eight. His wife's move. And before that, Buddy did his girlfriend's move. He did the standing cloverleaf like uh, Rhea Ripley. So look at that. Look at that. I like that. We're stealing the girlfriend's moves. Yep. Good for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Buddy taps out to the figure eight and Kevin does everything but say Charlotte's name when he talks about it. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Now, after the match, Andrade wants to help Buddy to his feet, but Buddy shoves him away. Andrade is trying to be all friendly. Are they going to shake hands? We'll never know because the lights go out. And when the lights turn back on again, Brody King and Malachi Black are in the ring. <gasps> um, Malachi's sitting down, Brody's standing up, and Brody just clotheslines Andrade. Yeah. And Malachi says something to him, but we don't know what he says, and that's the end of that. Yep. But All right. now House of Black just beat up Andrade, right? So yes. later in the night, when Kevin Kelly says it's House of Black against Andrade and two other people, I thought that it was Andrade. And I look at the picture, right. and it's Andretti. <laughs> that's really messed it up. God. That's what I. That's what I heard. That's right. Come Oops. on, Andretti spaghetti. Yeah. 
All right. Maybe that's where Larry's been all this time. Maybe he was on collision. He was uh, in Kevin's ear. Maybe. Now we get a video package of, oh, look at this. Remember him? Scorpio Sky. Wow, it's been a long time. I forgot how much I missed him until I saw him. And then I thought, oh, yes. Here's a guy I want to see again. He was very good. He snaps his finger and the screen goes dark. So good. Oh, and also real quick. um, Yeah. Oh, oh, when the um, I didn't mention this, but when the lights came back on before Andrade got attacked, uh-huh. Kevin, look behind you. Kevin's oh. not watching the monitor. He's because we didn't see him. He's right. looking in the ring. Oh, you know how he yeah, does that all the time in, J- in the- New Japan. Yeah, you can't get away with that on live TV like this. No. And we also didn't mention commentary for the show is down at ringside. It's not up on the Correct. stage. Correct. It was just like the last so. pay-per-view. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't but like that. Was... I didn't like the turnaround or whatever because we couldn't, we couldn't and... see it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, uh, after the Scorpio Sky thing, we see Tony Nese, smart Mark Sterling. Tony Nese, that, that A property, he's here. And but he he messes with the crowd a bit, so that's fine. He says he can't sit in the back one more minute with a bunch of fat people in the crowd. Wow! So he has good news. He's decided he's going to shut down Collision tonight, and instead it's going to be a night of group training. I like that. I understand so you got to get a jobber on here or whatever, but yeah, what the heck? Get is him this? angry. Everybody stand up. We're going to start with some stretches. <laughs> it's like Vince and wrote this though. Mm. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm fine with that. This is old school heat. I like that. Like, it's a house show heat. Yeah. Um, now Miro's music plays, so we know what's about to happen here. We're going to have a squash. Oh, yeah. It's Tony Nese versus the Redeemer Miro. Uh, Kevin Kelly tells us that Miro had an open contract tonight, and Tony Nese signed it. So you didn't need to tell us that. That kind of messed up yep. um, what just happened. I'll just let it be the way it was. It was totally yep. fine. We didn't need, yeah. We like Tony Nese being annoying and Miro coming out to correct him. That should have been the thing. So Miro, ca- Tony Nese is running away from Miro. And as soon as Miro catches him, he just obliterates him. And the crowd loves it. We've been wanting to see Miro for a long it's time. been a long time, yeah. Miro catches Tony Nese jumping off the top rope and does a huge fallaway slam. Like really launches him. Miro is strong. Can we get Miro versus Jeff Cobb? That would be great. Probably. Um, Sterling is on the apron and Miro punches him. Wow, he doesn't get punched very much, Jeez. but this time he does. And then a lunging sidekick to Tony Nese's face. The game over stretch. Is that what it's called? Game over? He yells it. Yeah. Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? And Nice submits. So, okay. Yep. That was the squash. That's what we wanted. Mm-hmm. We get a video recrap of CM Punk's recovery. And then after that, it's a tag team match. This is uh, Ruby Soho and Tony Storm versus Sky Blue and Willow Nightingale. Okay. Also, no Soraya tonight. Good. Uh, Iowa's too far from Chicago, I guess. I guess. Now, Chicago gives this big cheer to Sky Blue because she's from there. Yeah. And Sky Blue's mom is at ringside again. So that's probably going to, something's going to happen there. Outcasts attack before the bell and the fight goes out to the floor. Sure enough, Sky Blue's mom assaults both Tony and Ruby, slapping them. Yep. Well, they got in her face first, so. That's true. They this was a good first. match yeah. uh, as far as the outcasts go. 
This raised the bar from them. This was probably the best outcast match I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that's a Which, good point. Yeah. Sky Blue, I think, also works well with Willow. I think yeah, it's a good, a it was good fine. partner for her. It was fine. The match was fine. Um, yeah. But then Kevin Kelly, again, oh, look, Ruby does her finisher, or at least one of them. Kevin doesn't know its name. Yeah. Doesn't name it. No idea. He doesn't know no. what's going on. What did he call it? Side Destroyer? What did he call it? He didn't call it anything. Oh, he didn't call it anything. No. Okay. Yes, uh, we have some hip attacks. We had some spray paint, but um, Willow interrupted uh, the spray paint, and Tony accidentally sprays Ruby in the face. So, you know, like if you're going to throw a ball and your friend hits your arm and the ball goes somewhere totally different, that's what happened here. Yes. Um, now Willow throws the spray can into the crowd, but they can't catch as good as the other crowd no. at night. Uh, and then we get like kind of a Death Valley driver uh, to Tony out of the ring. Um, and Sky hits Ruby uh, with her move one, two, three. Sky gets the pin. And in the Kevin, that should be a huge, that's actually a huge upset. Kevin, hey, there's a win. He has no idea yeah. what to say. Yeah. I don't know if Sky Blue's pinned anybody yet. This is her first ever. I mean, of anyone of importance, I think. Right, yeah. On on one of these shows, not like on Dark. There's like Nyla Rose and Ruby Soho. That's when you act like that's a big deal. Kevin acted like this is just every week. This happens. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to. She's a big star. Mm -hmm. We get a video for the Owen Hart tournament, and Ricky Starks announces that he's entering the tournament. Oh, boy. Ricky Starks, and Ricky Starks and Hobbler Hobbs. They're going to wrestle each other. After this commercial, we will see the acclaimed, and then Kevin yells, scissor me, Nigel. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next, we get a video to announce. Here it is. Jeff Jarrett versus Mark Briscoe. So now I'm hoping oh this will God. be... Uh, We'll get rid of all these other clowns that have been involved with this. This but is going to be a is, concession stand brawl. What did Kevin say? That it's like his dad's company had a concessions, the first ever concessions stand match in Tupelo oh, yeah. or something. What? Is that real? I, someone gave him some history and he went with it. So I'm going to say, yeah, because I don't but know. But who's dad? Kevin's dad? I'm oh, so no, con- Jeff Jarrett's dad. So was we're talking that? about Jerry Jarrett, not Kevin so. Kelly. Right. This was very confusing. <laughs> Good God. So he, he overpronounced it a bit, maybe. Maybe. That's how I took it. I mean, like the Jeff Jarrett. Jar- Jerry Jarrett story. makes much more sense than Dad Kelly or whatever. Yes. Good God. Yeah. I wonder if Kevin Kelly and Mark Briscoe shared like chicken uh, tips. Probably. Chicken, chicken nuggets. Not chicken tips, like they were eating it, but maybe they did. Who knows? JR was there. He probably barbecued it up. Okay, Tony Schiavone's in the ring, and he announces the acclaimed. They come out, they do a rap, they make fun of Trump, they say happy Father's Day to Billy Gunn, and then Tony interviews them. And Billy says, hey, the last couple of weeks have been straining on me, uh, and, you know, they still want the trio's champions, uh, championships, Bowen's. Uh, Bowen says AEW also stands now, not just for uh, acclaimed every Wednesday, but now it's acclaimed every weekend. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> it could have been that for pay-per-views, but now it's It could have been that for Rampage. That's true, yeah, Friday. Friday night. And also sometimes Saturday and also sometimes yes. whenever. <laughs> Instead, we're going to get the first ever collision scissor. And so they invite Tony Schiavone to do it, and he does. Oh, boy. Four-way scissors. Okay. Uh, Kevin Kelly tells us that on Dynamite, we're going to have a trios match. It's going to be Jericho, Sammy, and <gasps> Minoru Suzuki. On awesome. Wow. I'm so happy Suzuki makes another trip to the United States. I'm so happy. They're going to fight against these these hot stars. Darius Martin, A.R. Fox, and... And Andrade. That's what Kevin said. And action Andrade. He doesn't even see action. He says Andrade. Wow. Oh, God. Oops. Yeah. We get, for some reason, some footage of this action scene. Yeah, what the heck was that? I don't don't know. It felt so weird. Are we contractually obligated to promote ROH on this show? I don't know. I don't know. That was super weird to me. Maybe they're going to get squashed so bad we just needed to show them looking good. I guess. Um, also, on Dynamite, we're going to see Taya versus Statlander. Okay. And Orange Cassidy and Shibata versus Daniel Garcia and Zack Sabre Jr. That's and cool. Hardys versus the Guns. Cool. What are we seeing on uh, Collision next week? No idea. CM Punk talking. What the? Okay, but you say that like that's a thing. You're just making that up. Yeah. What are we really seeing on Collision next week? We're now at on Monday. What are we seeing? I I don't know. Do we have anything announced yet? I haven't seen anything. Nothing. Nothing. Uh Uh-oh. You don't find that weird? No, they'll book it on Wednesday, I guess. Okay. What about people that miss Wednesday or whatever? Are they even going to remember there's a show on Saturday? The ratings will tell us. We'll find out. Well, hold on. They'll have a big. They'll have a big uh, cliffhanger at the end of the show. Just wait. Just you wait. Right. Okay. Let's see. Oh, also on on Dynamite, there's going to be a blind eliminator tournament to determine who's going to get a shot at the AEW tag team titles. Okay. Fair enough. What does blind eliminator mean? (laughs) I have no idea. They didn't explain it. Maybe it's one of those things where we don't know who's in it until they announce it, like a like a New Japan oh. uh, did. Okay. All right. I don't know. Here comes the main event, and also Jim Ross with his trashed voice and black eye. Oh, my God. Now, they don't show him, but Kevin Kelly's like, nice shiner or whatever. So he they, yeah. they acknowledge that JR fell, that he had a black eye, and he's sick. All these things. Yeah. Okay. Good that JR is only on the main event. Bad that JR is here in this shape. He should not be. And then he tweeted that he's sorry that he came to work like this in bad shape with a crappy voice and he's going to leave to take time off to heal. Good. That better not mean six days. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll discover not just you and I, but maybe everybody will know. We just, we don't need him anymore. Yeah. You got us where we think we need to be. JR. Now. Goodbye. Right. Send you off to that, that barbecue house in the sky. That's what you were going to say. <laughs> yes. That's mean. Yeah, that's right. Trios match main event. It's a uh, switchblade. Jay white juice Robinson and Samoa Joe versus CM Punk and the FTR boys. Okay. CM Punk 
takes forever to tag in. Oh my God. He wrestles so little. And when he does, I'm watching him and going, how old is punk? I look it up. He's 44. He looks 59. He should be better than this. Looks so old and fragile and small and just like everything he does is wobbly and weird. And I'm just afraid he's going to get hurt immediately. Yeah. He's got a giant elbow pad on. Yeah, because he's going to do he's going to do a giant elbow drop. Yeah. God. Protect that tricep. Oh, my God. Uh, Joe tags himself in and I'm excited. All right, we're going to get. We're going to get Punk versus Joe, and we go to picture-in-picture. Picture. <laughs> Come on, really? What a joke. Is that the time to go to picture-in-picture? Picture? Nope. Well, if you want people to watch it, I guess, yeah. Um, they fight during that for a couple of seconds, and CM Punk tags out almost immediately. Mm. Kevin Kelly, later on, he says, hey, they're really doing a great job of managing the minutes of CM Punk. <sighs> wow. In the main event of the first show ever. Yep. That's a good idea. You don't want to expose him oh for God. the fraud. <laughs> no, you mean the great wrestler that he is. That's what you meant. The, yeah, the great. Yeah, selling out all the buildings. By himself, um, apparently. Yep. Yep. Now, after another commercial, CM Punk tags in. He does the Bulldog Lariat combo to switch Blade and Juice. Okay. Jay White gets out of a GTS attempt. Uh, Punk goes to the top rope. But Juice, Robinson, Crotch is in, makes him fall off, and then we get a urinagi by Jay White. And that punk. going up to the top rope was the wobbliest I've ever seen him. Yeah, it, was... it looked like a 60-year-old man climbing the ropes, and I'm talking maybe like Sting or someone. Yeah. You know what? Maybe just arrive a little bit earlier and climb the ropes a few times. Mm-hmm. Kind of get used to the, the tension and all that stuff. No, maybe he's just a professional. He doesn't need no. to do that. No, no, he doesn't need Because uh, what did he say? This is professional wrestling. It's a business. It's a business. It's not popularity contest. Yeah. Okay. Um, we get a Blade Runner. No, Punk escapes. He tags out again. Okay. So uh, they triple team Jay White. Here we go. Punk goes to the top rope uh, and he lands it. Um, but Juice breaks up the pin. And then Joe tags in. He trades shot with shots with Punk. We get a Kukina clutch to Punk, so he took a move. That's good. Yep. Or a hold, anyway. Dax breaks up that. Juice tags in, and that signals the end of the match. I know whenever Juice tags in, here it goes. Uh, we get a big rig to Juice from FTR, and then they set that up for the go to sleep. Uh, not a great one. One, two, three. Punk gets the pin for the home crowd. Um, not the worst match. It does send the fans home happy. The match is fine. It's nothing. just... It sets up nothing. That's my issue. Is that, okay, Punk won, but he pins Samoa Joe, so he gets a touch. No. no. Oh, the, the Bull Club guys won, and they pinned FDR, so that leads to, no. no. This leads to nothing. Nothing Joe on the show. Joe gets angry after the match and beats yep. up Punk. Anything. No. Yep. This show leads to nothing. Nothing on this show happened that would lead to a match, a title match, nothing. It was a... Glorified house show for Chicago and punk. But that's, that's not, the first episode of Collision is a glorified house show for Chicago? Yeah. What? No, that is not and the, the way you book TV. And the tune in on TV because they haven't seen him in 10 months and they want to they hear what he's got to say about the, the elite. Oh, my God. So, 
CM Punk is going to be on Dynamite, and the Young Bucks aren't this week. What? Really? What the heck is that? Where are you seeing this news? (laughs) I just know what's happening around there. Ooh. See if it's anywhere yet. Maybe I wasn't allowed to say that. I'm fine. You can say whatever you want to say. Not always. Business. Depending on who tells me, I'm not supposed to say. But no, I I don't think this is a secret. I don't think. I think by now, or by the time people listen to the show, it'll probably be out. Maybe it's not out this second, but maybe I have to wait to release the show. (laughs) Whoops. Uh, Let's see. I I see here that there's no matches. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Guns versus Hardys. We knew that. Statlander versus Taya. We knew Uh that. Orange Cassidy Shibata versus uh, Garcia Zach. We knew that. Blind Eliminator Tournament. We knew that. Uh, Jericho Guevara Suzuki versus Uh uh, those guys. We knew that. Concession Stand Brawl. Jeff Jarrett Briscoe. We knew that. That's Uh all that I see. Whoops. That's a lot right, of maybe matches. I'll just wait a few hours to release the show. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. But now you're saying it, so everybody's going to know you knew before you knew. But it doesn't matter because they'll, they'll know but what they'll know at a point where the information's out there, so who cares? But won't they know before you knew before you were supposed to know? That's irrelevant, though. Okay. It's you when this comes out. Oh, God. Okay. Forget I said that. It's not real. Just shh. <laughs> just never mind. Forgot it. <laughs> so will the Bucks be on collision then? Is that what we're no, doing? No, no. Are we doing musical chairs? Maybe. This is musical Bucks. Okay, I have 25,000 no emails for collision, so should I start reading them now? Yes. AWEN, dear smart wrestling friends. Uh, for our first episode, Collision was an assured and professional show, despite a couple of issues on commentary. JR made me sad. Kevin Kelly has the action on draw day disease, but I'm sure commentary will improve just in time for Kevin to rush to Japan for a month. Exactly. Uh-huh. Minor gripes about commentary aside, this was as solid and enjoyable a wrestling show as you're likely to get. Andrade and Buddy Murphy, I'm sorry, Matthews, had a great beefy boy match. Beefy boy. Get out of here. Willow and Sky Blue were confident and popular in victory. It's always fun to see Miro sacrifice a victim, and it's nice to see Christian Cage with the title again. Ah, Yes. Yep. Plus, the main yep. event was excellent and served both the FTR slash Bull Club and Samoa Joe Punk feuds very well indeed. Maybe. Did I it though? See, I don't see how that leads to anything though. All in all, this just got pinned. So how does that make him make them challengers for the right. tag titles? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt all, that. Excuse me. He says all in all. This was a really good 90-minute wrestling show. Now, that's confusing because, yes, I know without the commercials, it's 90 minutes, but... Um, I think he was alluding to the punk part. It was a half hour of, I know of diatribe. We're getting there in a right. second. Unfortunately, okay. it was immediately preceded by Grandpa Simpson yelling at clouds for what felt like 30 minutes. <laughs> I don't care what's in the bag. I don't care about the Warner Brothers Discovery exec who loves you. I don't care. This is funny because he uses the words that were in my head when he made the joke. I said in my head he reverse engineered this to so he could make fun of the Bucks with, without a lawsuit. And here's his exact words. I don't care that you reverse engineered a joke so you could say counterfeit Bucks on TV. Yep. Ian, that's exactly what I thought when I was watching it is, wow, he went a long way to get there. So 
Okay, so it was more like 15 minutes than 30. Okay, Punk is specifically positioning himself as a tweener. I don't think he is. That would be fine if the content was good. As it is, I neither love nor hate Punk. I am just bored of him. Punk, you clearly have grievances to air. Have you considered getting a vlog? I'm sure Brandon Cutler would give you a hand if you ask nicely. Thanks, Smart Wrestling Friends, AWN. Hey, I'm right there. It sure didn't seem like business. It sounded like it was Punk's grouchy hour or whatever. And most of what he was saying can't lead to matches, which is the opposite of business. Tell me when I'm lying. So, there true. you go. And he sure didn't wrestle like he was a part of a wrestling business. Yeah. Now, of course, this one says that they love Punk. It's from Silent Servant. Evening, gentlemen. I hope this email reaches you in time. I, I guess so. We got it. I guess. Just gotta say, you don't have to say you have to say it, just say it. I thoroughly enjoyed Collision. Good. Despite, I, by the way, I gave it a 7.5 out of 10, which is very solid, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it was a solid show. I, I think it was it. a I'm solid show, it. and it's just yeah. a rust bucket because it's new. But it'll get better, uh, I hope. Despite everyone's hatred for the man, everyone doesn't hate him. People, some people love him. CM Punk once again proved that he's still the best in the world. No, 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 no. Okay. And you can say he's the best in the world, but that's may make him the best in the world. He cut the promo of the year and didn't. <laughs> okay. And didn't mince. Have you been watching wrestling this year? Um, and didn't mince words when it came to the counterfeit bucks. He's such. Oh, I'm going to read it exactly how it's written. Silent Servant. He's such a breathe of fresh air. And now AEW is watchable again. Please keep your personal opinions to yourself. That's not possible. We were told as kids, if you don't have, if you don't have nothing nice to say, who taught you this? The Fonz? Then don't say anything at all. Bambi. Bambi taught him that. Is that it? CM yeah. Punk is back. That's thumper. And that's flower. best for business. Yeah. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Well, <laughs> okay. Thank you for the email. That was then, comedy. Yes. We have more. Uh, this one is from, oh, he puts his phone number here so Larry could call. Um, it's from Chris and it says to the best gosh darn podcast hosts of, in all of entertainment. Wow. Thank you. I'm sure the majority of emails for AEW was sent around punk, but I need to give my two cents. His Hippocratic. Do you mean, do you mean he's a doctor <laughs> or do you mean hypocritical opening monologue had my blood boiling and made me want to see his downfall more than I've wanted to see someone fall in a long time. Hey, I or fail fail in a long time. I told you he's, he's so much, so many contradictions in his in his opening promo. Tell me when I'm lying. This made me realize that his eventual and probably very soon heel turn will make a mark out of me, and I'll be playing right into his and Tony's hands. Is this the reason Tony has gone through more hopes hoops than a face going up against MJF? Is this worth alienating a locker room and losing the elite, the E in AEW? Let me tell you something. Tony is doing this. Punk is staying the business line because Tony said the business line. Tony only brought Punk back to make money. If it means making a two-hour show and putting Punk on that island, excuse me, to bring back the casual or lapsed fan, he'll do it. Because if you're going to have another show anyway, this is just another way to do it. He says, from what we've seen, from Punk over the course of his career, is there any way this ends well? Assuming his that this Tiger doesn't change his stripes. 
Thank you for being a voice of reason in these hard times. Unmasked Mask Man. Oh, and I gave his real name out. Ooh, now he's masked. Unmasked. Oh, he already said he's unmasked. Never mind. Yes. I'm so sorry I botched the whole thing. P.S. Can you please settle a bet for me? Is there a difference between hate for a wrestler and X-Pac heat? Thanks again. X-Pac heat basically is hate. Yeah. So, no, there's not really much of a difference. (laughs) Yes, X-Pac's heat is hate. There. Yeah. There's a difference between hate for the character and hate for the person. Um, Okay, so you're saying there is a difference. If if you're... You're not helping him win win or lose his bet here. Okay, so I I guess he says hate for a wrestler, right? And X-Pot, I guess I need to know what does he mean by hate for a wrestler? Is it the character they're portraying or is it you just this person's garbage, like that kind of hate? Like, I don't know what you mean. Because there was a lot of hate for um, Iron Sheik, but it was character hate, right? It wasn't. But that's love to hate you. That's not the same at all. But it's, but it's just, I mean, you've got real hate coming out there. I'm going to say, I'm going to settle his bet by saying it's the same. Okay. When you say somebody has X-Pac heat, you mean they don't like that guy, which is they hate that guy. Yeah. That's all. Right. So I would say it's the same. There you go. Yeah. Like my, my hate, my X-Pac heat for Soraya. I don't want her yeah. in the business. I don't want her on the card. I just want her gone. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well. Did I just yeah. delete my raw notes? Oh my god! Yeah. No, I did not. And also, right and also, yeah, silent servant. I mean, don't tell us to keep our opinions to ourselves. We're not going to wrestling. That. We're a wrestling podcast. We can't. So sorry. <laughs> <what> we do. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, as Punk would say. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Okay, Monday Night Raw because we just watched yes. it live from somewhere. Where are awesome. they? Uh, Ohio, somewhere. Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland. Seth Rollins comes out and Corey Graves says, there's an open challenge tonight. And I knew because Graves said it. Well, okay. We got to talk about a few things here. I knew because Graves said it and Seth didn't say it, that that's not true. Also, I know that Vince changed at least three things tonight and some of them were big. So let's, let's dissect this show. So as soon as Rollins gets to the ring and clowns around and the crowd starts singing a song, Finn Balor shows up out of nowhere and attacks him. So officials come out to it. Stop the attack. But this was awesome. But Balor's like, okay, I'll leave. And then he runs and jumps off the steel stairs and does the double stomp. What's wrong? <laughs> to the floor. Then right. he mocks the crowd. And then he runs and jumps on the announce table and jumps off with another stomp to Rollins. And then a third time he acts like he's done. And he runs up the steps again and gives Rollins a third stomp. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it was great. You know, he's been carrying around this grudge for a long long time he has and i'm glad i i see finn balor as the face in this which is weird because i know he's not supposed to be but right <laughs> i know but seth is such a d-bag sometimes you got to look at it like that yeah yeah so uh then okay so i thought that was weird because that was less than five minutes long and when does raw go off the air to commercial break in five minutes that like almost never commercial break yeah super weird so backstage, Rollins is all mad, and he gets attacked again. And Balor beats him all over the place, and then grabs the title. And officials have to come and break it up. So there's that. Yep. Now Miz teleports to the ring, and he's this is so Miz again. Either it's Miz or it's the writers, but somebody's an idiot because Miz says 
Enough about Seth Rollins. I want to talk about my problem, Seth Rollins. <laughs> Seth Rollins. <laughs> Seth Rollins was supposed to have an open challenge. I was going to answer it. So, Miz, you idiot. Enough about Rollins. Let's talk about Rollins is what you just said. Right. Miz says, I'm doing my own open challenge to anyone here in this city. And Chompy returns. And Miz applauds because he thinks Chompy's his pal. But no, Chompy punches him in the face because Miz is a jerk. And he says, ring the bell. And it's Miz against Chompy. And somehow they instantly have a graphic for it. So they're very good at that. And Patrick yells, oh, oh, what's the meaning of this? I don't think Patrick understood that Chompy's the heel. Uh, sorry, the face. I think he thought yeah. Chompy was the heel. Like... When Chompy punched Miz, it turned Miz's face or something. He's like, right, right. what's going on? And so Chompy looks right at him and says, Miz hasn't texted me in nine the nine months I've been gone. So they're like, oh, okay, that's what it is. Oh, he's a good guy. Can you not clue your Irish announcer into this stuff? Yeah, I mean, if you want to play the, the advocate for him, then you could say, okay, well, Who's this guy just coming in out of nowhere and punching yeah. him? That's they were supposed to be friends. This yeah. is weird. But Very no. heel thing to do. And then what? if someone doesn't text you for nine months, is that does that mean you should punch him out? I, I don't know. I know. Fair tale ending. Chompster wins the match. Whatever. That's yes. fine. We gotta get we gotta get Chompster back with Gargano so we yes. can get to the SummerSlam match for the titles. But now I don't see that on the list anymore. Uh oh. It's gone. So I wonder Are if we're gonna still have happening. a long like a uh, pretty deadly feud. Is that what's going to happen? I have no idea. No, that's, that's not real. Could it be? Now they announced that a YouTube criminal returns tonight. And we're huh. going to have the last qualifier for the last spot in the women's money in the bank match. It's Raquel against Trish. But up next raw, it says raw. Did Jay Uso fall in line with the bloodline? Question mark. <laughs> Guess what? That's a lie. <laughs> Because Judgment Day come out. So that's not next. Nope. Finn Balor gets on the mic. He says, Seth Rollins' open challenge is canceled because of me. And I'm the only one that's going to take that world title from Rollins. And you're going to be singing his song, all right. You're going to be singing it at his funeral. Oh, my God. That's violent. Wow. (laughs) And Rhea Ripley says, Finn Balor is going to bring the title home to the Judgment Day. Sure he is. And Damian Priest, she says, is going to win the briefcase. And Dominic is going to beat Cody. So what are you going to do, Rhea? Do you even have a match at the show? I'm afraid after tonight, I know what the match is and I don't want it. So Damien, but Damien Priest is the worst. He's an idiot. He gets on the mic and he goes, that money in the bank contract is coming home with me. But more important, the contract inside will have the name Damien Priest all over it. Okay, first of all, it's not going to have his, your name on it when it comes out of the briefcase. Second of all, are you going to just like do graffiti all over it? Like, what are you talking about? Wouldn't you just have your name on there once? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Dominic tells Cody, why don't you find two other guys and face Judge- United Judgment Day tonight? Like the United Empire. Yeah. Weren't they yeah. just the Empire at first? The United Empire? Yeah. Ooh. If they were, it wasn't for long. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I remember that. 
Maybe. Well, anyway. Maybe Damien Priest, I just thought of something. Yeah. Maybe he's going to secretly sneak some of his own stationery into the WWE printers so that when they print out the contract, it will have his name It just says his name all over it. Yeah, probably. So like I said, vandalism or graffiti, either one. Now they they show the bloodline thing, so they're liars because they waited till that and a commercial and whatever. Uh, At Money in the Bank, it's the bloodline civil war. Like I said, Reigns and Solo against the Usos. Okay. Backstage interview with Sammy and Owens. And all Byron wants to ask about, (coughs) excuse me, is the bloodline. So Kevin Owens loses it. And Sammy says, you're a rageaholic. I bet you that you, you can't not lose your temper. Is that right? Can't not, not, I don't know. You won't be able to keep your temper tonight. But if you can, I'll bet make you bet. If you can hold your temper, I will never bring this up again. And Owen says, forever? And Sammy goes, no, not forever. Just about this one thing. So I thought Yeah, because Sammy funny. said, I'll be quiet. And then right, forever. forever. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. That was great. Now racist Sonia and Chelsea Green come out. And we get this fake TikTok video. This is the equivalent of, of like making a little vignette about watching TV and turning the channels. That's what this is because we're watching TikTok and we're seeing different things and it's all Chelsea being a Karen. And then one clip of her selling essential oils. Why is this a thing? Somebody watches a lot of TikTok and thinks that's the thing we need to emulate. Oh my God. Karen and racist Karen against Caden Carter and Katana chance. By the way, Caden and Katana, they are high on life. Yeah, we saw that last time. High on life. On social media, the only, this is the only way you can see this clip, the party girls only want to have fun and then go to a real party. Who is this for? Yeah, I don't know. 14-year-old girls, maybe? I guess. But they're not watching this show. This match is two minutes and nothing. Party creepers win. Uh, whatever. They had to get a win eventually. They lost their debut match. So that's fine. Now Cody comes out for an interview in a weird place. Like not the Sean Mooney position, not the mean gene, not the, he's just standing like a weird place on the stage with a weird, with a weird angle. And the question is, are you going to accept the challenge from judgment day? And he says, yes. And that's it. Wow. Okay, <laughs> riveting yep. television. I don't know why that was like just that's all it was. Now Cedric and Shelton against Indu Share with Jinder Mahal, and they show the clip that two weeks ago okay. we didn't get a match. Right. Indu Share, I've never seen them botch so much than this match. They're falling over. They're just botchy. Graves can't decide how to pronounce anything, so it's Indu Sheer. It's Indu Share. It's Sangha. It's Sangha. He doesn't know. The, the the finisher's crappy. They don't even connect with the elbow. Indushare wins. Wow. What a joke. And this is a team you shouldn't be botchy against because Shelton and... and uh, Are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now backstage, Sam and Kevin walking. And a guy runs into Kevin Owens and spills his drink all over him. And Sammy <laughs> says the most ridiculous line I've ever heard. He goes, what is that? Ice cold water? You hate getting wet. (laughs) Like he's reading the script word for word. (laughs) Owen says, 
no, no, I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. So, of course, as soon as he says idiot problem, they run into a riddle. And Owens yeah. almost loses his mind. And he keeps, he, he's like, Riddle can't, Riddle starts talking about watching summer movies and the Sandlot or something. And o- Owens goes, oh my God. And then he just keeps it together. And he's like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? So that's that. <laughs> and they say that later tonight, Riddle's going to face Kai- Ludwig Kaiser. I can't do it right, yeah. but whatever. Right. So does, uh, are we, are we done with angry Riddle? Is that it for him? Are we back to, we're back to joke Riddle. Yep. Remember, he's yeah, like, okay. why would I joke around? I'm serious. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm glad he did it for that segment, but what happened? Yep. Already in the ring, YouTube criminal. And this is <sighs> where I'm like, Vince wrote this. Vince, remember when Vince, at the last minute, was like, oh, yeah, Austin Theory's going to win money in the bank. Remember that? Yeah. Well, guess what, everybody? YouTube criminal sitting on a ladder. He tries to bury the crowd, and he's bad at it. And then he has to go after sports teams. That's the only way they'll boo him. And then, because there's, you know, there are they are booing him, but they're not booing his jokes because they're not good jokes. And he says, "I everybody from here, including me, is a loser. I'm a loser. My brother's a loser. But today's the day I stop losing." What? Wow. He says, "I asked the officials, and I'm in money in the bank." What? There's no spots left, and you didn't have to qualify. You're just in it. Is this a joke? Is this just Vince? Yes. The answer yes. is yes. Yeah. So Ricochet comes out and he's like, uh, the only reason you're in the match is because of me at the Royal Rumble. Cause I made you, I made you viral. What? I understand he's being like facetious, but this isn't funny. And he says, and besides I'm winning the briefcase. And then Nakamura comes out and he goes, I'm winning the briefcase and LA Knight comes out. And that is the, one of the biggest pops of the whole night, LA Knight. People right. want this, whether you like him or not, people want this guy to win that briefcase. They want to Which see this guy <laughs> attempt to cash in on people, whether he's going to fail or not is not the point. This is what the people want. So probably YouTube sociopath will win the briefcase. Right. So, and LA Knight's from SmackDown, so what's he doing here? Because, you know, brand split. He says, I'll win. And then Santos Escobar comes out. And guess what he says? Take a guess. He says, uh, I'm from SmackDown also? He says, I'm from SmackDown also, and I will win. Oh, and YouTube Idiot's that. face is filled with racism as he looks at Santos oh and thinks things he can't say. And then Pete <laughs> Dunn comes out. And YouTube Warren actually says, I don't even know who that is. Of course he doesn't. I don't even know who that is. And this guy now. They all fight. And I won't say that I wish the guy would break his ankle. Oh, no. That's all. That's it. You're stealing my line. That's it. <laughs> Medical update. Seth Rollins cannot compete in the open challenge tonight. Yeah, we know. And... He might not be able to compete tomorrow on NXT when he was supposed to put his title on the line against Braun Breaker. Oh my God. This is so dumb. So it's complete bait and switch. So this is all Vince. Yeah. Riddle against Kaiser with Gunter. It's a match. It's fine. Riddle wins. But then Gunter comes in and Imperium just kills Riddle. And then they break his leg off. And then we go to break. And when we come back, Riddle is backstage and he can't walk on his own. And you think he's going to get attacked again, but he doesn't. 
and that's that. So okay. we have how long? Less than two weeks. So we have one more show for Riddle before Money in the Bank, and he's supposed to go against Gunther. And now they're going to have so him go in with a broken leg or whatever. They've done the revenge foot injury here. That's what they've yeah. done, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. Sam and Owens are backstage again, and Kaiser and Gunther come in. And they say, do you see what happened, what we did to your friend Riddle? And Kaiser threatens them and says, we'll do that same to you. But Sammy's like, sorry, too busy. And they get a text and they have to leave. So we know that it's Cody. We know what the text is. Yeah. If Cody needs to find partners for this main event, uh, it's obviously going to be the tag champs. So we'll see. Alpha Academy come out and then they show a clip earlier today. Alpha Academy trains Maxine backstage and Maxine pretends to suplex somebody and they can't even show it because they want to save it for the match. It's not a match. Alpha Academy against the Viking Raiders. Maxine's on the floor. She does a suplex to Valhalla. It is atrocious. Valhalla barely flips over and in the ring. Somehow that's a distraction and the Vikings somehow win. What? I don't... I, why are Vikings and Alpha Academy even here? This is clearly a story about Maxine and Valhalla. They're, neither of them can wrestle. This is really Right, bad. and before we have the probably the worst wrestling match in the history of the world... Yeah. We can't, we can't give that to you for free. we got to wait for a pay-per-view or something for that to happen. Oh my God, I hope not. Backstage Judgment Day exists. Rhea asks... Balor, Priest, are you on the same page? And all I hear is, because there's feedback issues. That wasn't a cat. That was feedback. And then Rhea leaves to face Natalia. And I wrote, wow, Vince sucks. (laughs) We just saw that match. So wait, if we just saw that match on pay-per-view and it was a squash, Natalia's going to get a real match at Money in the Bank, isn't she? Ugh. Rhea Ripley goes out to the ring. Does she have some kind of dirt on Vince? Does she have I think like it's just, a, she has uh Does she have hush money? Oh my god, what's the word? What does she have? Tenure? Is that what I'm looking for? Let's oh see. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Rhea goes out Tenure. to the ring. Backstage Natalia says, "My loss at the pay-per-view rocked me to my core." She cannot act. It's embarrassing. She says, "No." This is this is the worst. She says, tonight is a chance to prove to Rhea that I belong and a chance to prove to myself that I still belong. She doesn't know how to emphasize words. <laughs> Ooh, I, boy. She's terrible. So guess what? Rhea against Natalia? No. This is not real because they're going to freaking save it for the pay-per-view, aren't they? Oh, man. Beat down before the match. Natalia's a jobber. Oh, guess what? As Rhea beats down Natalia, Patrick goes, why not give Natalia that rematch? Do you somehow know this isn't a match, Irishman? Guess what? He does. He spoiled the segment nobody even wanted to watch. He <sighs> knew it wasn't real. Riptide officials come out. There's no match. So we could probably have it at the pay-per-view. Raquel watches backstage and she says, I'm going to win the briefcase and cash in on Rhea Ripley. And Rhea pops up behind her and Raquel goes Rhea isn't ready for Raquel I think that's somebody else's gimmick you just stole there you can't say that that was weird that is weird Yeah. so Raquel goes out to the ring backstage Cody gets ready 
oh my god instead of instead of owens and zane tozawa comes in and he looks at him and he goes i'm your man and cody (laughs) shakes his hand and he goes uh thanks i'll consider it so this is the best part so kevin owens and Sami Zayn come in and they're like look cody of course you helped us run wrestlemania season so of course we'll help you so there you go there's your match cody goes I just want to tell you guys, Tazawa just offered to help, and Kevin Owens loses it, and he freaks out, and he goes, now we're too late, and Cody says, I didn't accept, <laughs> and Owens is like, oh, so okay then, let's go. Oh, yes. Kevin Owens, why are you so good? He's so good. Okay, last qualifier for Money in the Bank. But apparently you didn't even need one because you could just ask officials if you're a YouTube sociopath. You could just be in the match. Raquel against Trish with Zoe Stark. Earlier, though, Trish in a box with Zoe. And Trish says, I'm going to win the briefcase. And Zoe looks at her like, "Uh, I'm in the match too. And Trish goes, well, anyone should win besides big time loser. So... Becky's that's her heel character. What? Yeah. Okay. Nobody knows what's going on here. Raquel grabs Trish and puts her in a bear hug and whips Trish around like a rag doll. I thought Trish got a con- broken neck whiplash or a concussion. This was scary how much she was getting whipped yeah. around. Then Trish almost breaks her ankle, landing wrong on a fallaway slam. She won't mm-hmm. take it, so she just rolls through. Zoe Stark cheats. And Raquel's supposed to, okay, she's supposed to trip Raquel and Raquel's supposed to fall backwards on the apron. Raquel decides, I don't want to take that scary bump. And she takes it like Maria would take it. Like, I'm going to halfway fall and then kind of sit down. Yeah. I'm ashamed of her right now. Yep. Yep. (sighs) Raquel botches. This match is junk. Becky, okay, this is ridiculous. Becky Lynch comes out to take out Zoe Stark. But then Becky attacks Trish and the ref sees it. So Trish wins and qualifies by disqualification. Vince McMahon. Raquel is mad. She should be furious because this is her whole future down the toilet. This was her big chance to be world champion. And guess what Becky does? She's a face, but she doesn't apologize. She looks at Raquel and goes, I tried to help. (sighs) <sighs> who wrote this yeah she's i don't know it's, she's morphing into seth i think it's bad i'm not happy with this so now braun breakers backstage to advertise his match tomorrow on nxt against seth rollins for the world heavyweight title and braun says well seth rollins better not use that as an excuse for why he's gonna lose the title to me isn't Braun the heel? What is I? What? I'm confused. I it's whatever, whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay, here we go. The rematch nobody wanted. Nakamura against Bronson Reed. Oh boy, it's a match. But of course, Ricochet is there. You can't stay out of this one. So, oh, Ricochet's on the whoa back backfire. Whatever. Yeah. Bronson Reed wins with a tsunami. What? All right. What are we doing? 
I guess I guess that's what you want Bronson to win these though, right? Because he's so, the one who was. But Bronson is winning, and he's not in Money in the Bank. Yeah, and that's kind of so he's beating guys that are in Money in the Bank. That's what just happened. Right. Okay. I think that's fine because you want to show he should be in there, and it gives him at least that argument. Look, I, I, guess. I was beat, but I should be here because I can beat you guys. All this to push up in between two faces. That are in Money in the Bank. This is stupid. Yeah. Does Bronson Reed show up at Money in the Bank? And I don't see why, but I mean, there's no DQ, so he could. Yeah. I guess he could cost either Nakamura or Ricochet the, the briefcase, but then that right. feud continues, and what does that what does that lead to? Nothing. Yeah, I don't know. An undercard feud, I guess. At least there's a story. <laughs> I guess. But Judgment Day pretend to talk. Now, Seth Rollins. Is he going to be able to? Is he going to be able to wrestle Braun Breaker tomorrow? He says it doesn't matter if the doctors say no. He's going to do it anyway. Okay. And he can't wait for Money in the Bank because he can't wait to beat up Finn Balor again. Okay. <laughs> oh, and also that fin- whiny Finn Balor that I didn't want. No, this is the one that beat me up tonight. Is the one I was asking for. Remember last oh, yeah. week? So there's that. Yeah. And then your main event. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes against the Judgment Day. All right. It's a match. I don't understand the finish. Crossroads on Damian Priest. Damian Priest jobs again. Wow. How many times can he lose? So he's in Money in the Bank. And lost. And lost. Again, who's not in Money in the Bank. Yes. And I understand Cody's wrestling Dominic at Money in the Bank, but wow, this is poor. So this makes Dominic look better than Damien. Correct. And Balor has to look better than Damien because Damien's already had his shot and Balor's getting his shot at Money in the Bank. (sighs) Vince McMahon... Screwed the show up. Do you know what was supposed to be happening before Vince got his hand on it? Uh, maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, then. Yeah. It's dumb. What can I say? Yeah. But that's your stupid Raw. That's um. So. To get tons of emails about Raw. Zero emails about Raw because no one cares <laughs> about Raw. Because yeah, no people have it. better things to Maybe. do than spend three hours watching Raw. That's why they listen to this review. Yeah, or they'll watch it tomorrow yeah. when they can skip through a lot of the things that exactly. I skip through. I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we're done, though. I think that's it. Yes. We're finished. So that is our program, everyone. Um, tell me when I'm telling lies. Uh, or as Kevin would say... He keeps asking the fans to tell him lies. <laughs> oh my god! Hope you get better, Kevin. I know, me too. Let's do. give him give him some grace period here. One or two weeks. Should before we go, yeah. should we review Rampage this week or not? Next week or not? Let's do it. Let's review it. This week was was good enough. I mean, there wasn't really a whole lot of um, progression of storylines, but the matches I, think, I thought were okay. When we get a worth the show, we're dumping it, though. Okay. 
Yeah, no more. Hopefully, no more Karen Jarrett stuff. Get no more that. Karen Jarrett stuff. No more Ring of Honor title matches. No more right. dates of agony or whatever they are in the main event. No more of that. If you give me no yeah. more of that, maybe we'll keep watching. You do any of that, or you put Soraya in the main event, or anything like that, or like Anna J or someone like some. If you do this with where you put things that aren't important in the main event, I'm out. So yeah, okay, that's fair. Okay. Well, keep then that's t- our keep Takeshita on there, and, and exactly. Then we'll happy. keep watching. That's true. Yeah. All right, that's our program, everyone. Thank you, Hamna Mahama. Thank you, listeners. Don't forget to go to Patreon.com/slash/SmartWrestlingFan for more. And thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Until next time, bye, everybody. <laughs>